0: happened last night you find out the morning after let's
1: do this thing all right let's roll the morning after has begun fantasy sports our radio networks i am at gabriel Barenzi, studio 34 midtown manhattan which is in new york joe an is in miami florida we're now one Uh, Less than uh, one week away, one day less a week away from the start of the National Football League uh, preseason, which is a good uh, thing. Um, There are a lot of holdouts right now. Uh, There are injuries, holdouts. You know there's going to be suspensions uh, coming. A lot lot of uh, stuff uh, going on in the football world uh, right now. Uh, Baseball, uh, the trade deadline is now, what, uh, five, uh, six days away. It's on uh, Wednesday night. And... um, could be told, you know, there's really um, not that many players available that are going to move the needle uh, for, for contenders. And speaking of contenders, the New York Yankees are not going to be postseason contenders with the pitching staff that they have uh, right now. I'm saying this, I've said this for a couple of years, guys. I've been banging this drum, I, I was beating this drum last year. You cannot slug your way to a world series championship. We'll run through the list of world series champions uh, a little bit later on. And let let's look at the world series and say, "Oh yeah, how did that one play out?" You know, it's it's pitching, it's defense, it's it's pretty simple actually. In all actuality, we make everything complicated, but I know you basically simplify it. You know how you win in the playoffs? You catch the ball, you field the ball, you pitch well, you strike out uh, the opposing hitters, you don't strike out. I'm telling you, teams that win in the playoffs are teams, they don't strike out a lot, they work the pitch count, Um, they make a lot of contact, you make contact, things are going to happen. You know, know, in today's day and age, let's bring Joe Ranieri in. Good morning, Joe. Um, You know, Joe, in today's day and age, you notice. People don't have to make plays anymore. It always baffles me. You and I talk about it. Drop a butt. Make the pitcher make a play. He <laughs> won't be able to do it. Yeah. He won't ball. be able to do it. He won't be able to bend down, get the ball, throw it to first base successfully. Mm-hmm. You know, make put pressure on the other team. That's how you win in the postseason. Not by hitting three-run home runs and winning 15-12.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: But uh, we'll get to that and more.
5: Nugenic samples are not available in stores. To get your complimentary bottle, text YOUTH to 321321. That's Y-O-U-T-H to 321321.
6: If you've heard of WeatherTech floor liners, you probably know that for your vehicle's floor, nothing protects better. But what about protection for the rest of your car or truck? I'm David McNeil, founder of WeatherTech.
8: 888- Four hundred zero four three five eight 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 four hundred zero four three five. 435 888 888-400-0435, andro400.com.
1: roll the morning after. Sports by line affiliates, everything else in between. We appreciate uh, you joining us. I'm Maranci, Joe Ranieri in Miami, Florida. What's going on, Joe?
9: How are you, my man? Yeah, it's uh, it's tough in Major League Baseball right now because you know there's that there's that fine line between handicapping these games like baseball used to be and, and anticipating outcomes and the way baseball is right now with you got guys hitting three home runs in a game. We've had one player. We've had four guys do it in the last 10 days. And that's what baseball is. I don't think there are three guys combined that actually sacrifice, bunked somebody over to second base in that same time. But we've had four guys hit three home runs in a game.
1: And definitely we're going to have to change the way um, you're right. Baseball is changing before our eyes uh, mm-hmm. right now. And you never want to overreact. You know, listen, baseball, have been playing baseball for 120 years or whatever, so you don't want to, you know, you don't want to overreact. It's almost like uh, like climate change. Like, <laughs> yeah. you know, like, well, what's causing it? Well, it all evens out. Uh, but let's be real. And we, we talked about it as far as the, the, the pitching, the hitting, the lack of managing, mm-hmm. the lack of managing. And, uh, you know, the, the game is totally changing in, in front of our eyes, Joe. And it really is. And it's not just, I don't think it is just a blip. I mean, let's look. Dude, I, I was reading when Doc Holiday may he rest in peace. I think he he had Joe like four or five years in a row where like the least amount of complete games he had was like eight.
9: Yeah. <laughs>
1: you know what I mean? Like no, like twelve yeah. complete games, eight complete games, nine complete games. It was just like commonplace. Mm-hmm. Nowadays, and we're seeing this. Like we sort of joke about it, but it's real, dude. Like, even yeah. the best pitchers get taken out in the sixth inning nowadays. Yeah. Like, there's yes. rarities. You'll notice the guys that they let go long or sort of the mid-tier or scrub guy that's nearly throwing a no-hitter. Yeah. <laughs> They're <laughs> exactly. like, well, oh, listen, we don't really care about you that much, and, you know, you're having a good game, so we'll, we'll leave you out here. But yep. you notice, for the most part, that it's very militaristic now. Mm-hmm. You know, like, teams pay a lot of money to the bullpens now. It used mm-hmm. to just be there was that relieve the closer and a bunch of scrubs, a bunch of failed starters back there. Right. Exactly. Nowadays, yep. so it's all specialists. I get paid mm-hmm. eight million dollars a year and I only pitch, you know, I only pitch against lefties in the sixth and seventh inning. Yeah. Like each guy really in that bullpen in, in major league baseball now is a role, but as far as capping it too, you know, in game, it's totally different. It's a different it's almost like a different
9: sport suddenly. It is. It's a game within a game, and it's we're still trying to figure out what that game is. I mean, you look at a Yankee team that's won 65 games, best team in Major League Baseball. Their starting pitchers over the last five games have given up 40 runs in five games. The starting pitchers, and they've got 65 wins. In what? It, when would that ever happen in a million years of baseball?
1: You're right. You give that up, and you're a last-place team. <laughs> No,
9: exactly. I, I, I got to tell you.
1: Well, look, I, you know, I talked about the stat actually. Um, the Yankees um, now, after last night, giving up more than 12 runs, but the Yankees were 2-0 when giving up 12 or more runs uh, mm-hmm. this year. The rest of baseball was 2 and 147. Yeah. <laughs> right. So, <laughs> but the thing <laughs> is, I think I think this is a big wake-up call for the Yankees. Yep. And it, if it, if it isn't, it better be. It it should be because it's not, like we said, it's not one game. It's not one series. It's been happening over and over. Like, what's, Mm -hmm. remember, oh, it's because it's London. What's different now? It wasn't London last night, bro. That's Boston. Mm -mm. That was Fenway. Mm -hmm. Was it London and Minneapolis earlier this week? Like, guys, you're giving up double-digit runs on a nightly basis. And we talk about the bullpen, and the Yankees went way hard on that bullpen, Joe, right? Oh, yeah. That's all good, but if you're down 12-2, it doesn't matter, guys. Your Mm -hmm. starters suck. Let's just be real. And I know Yankee Nation doesn't want to hear this, but you got no chance in hell of winning in the playoffs with J-Hap, Paxton, Sabathia, Tanaka. Where's Severino at right now? What, he's going to come back and save the day as if? Nope. The Yankees bats are there. They've done a great job of not, like, the, the Yankees, of course, you know, you know, Joe, they used to, like, be crazy and spend money, right? Yeah. Everybody would always be envious of the Yankees. Oh, they just, they have so much money, it's New York, oh, they you know, they're mercenaries, and they're, this team is not mercenaries. They're mm-hmm. their guys, for the most part. You know, they signed Stanton, but you know what I mean, Sanchez, Judge, you go down the list of their guys, they're their guys, They really haven't spent a ton of money. Look, they weren't in the Machado sweepstakes. They weren't really interested in the Harper uh, money. Steinbrenner Mm -hmm. said we already spent a lot of money on players. I'm telling you right now, it's time for them to make a splash. It's time for Cashman to realize that they're just going to get knocked out. They're Mm -hmm. going to get eliminated. They won't even make it to the World Series. I'm telling you guys. They need maybe not just one starter. They might need two new starters, to be
2: honest. <laughs> yep. I'm being serious. Yep. yep. yep.
1: How do yep. you who do you start in a five game series with these guys? So you're gonna hope that Sebastian what he can give you four innings or something, and then get to the pen. Tanaka dude is like playing roulette. You don't know. You spin the wheel. He might strike out ten dudes. He might give up ten home runs. <laughs>
9: Yeah, or it could be double zero. Exactly. What do you think up?
1: 12 earned runs last night?
9: Yeah, 12 runs. That's correct. Yeah, all of them earned? 12 runs. Every one that's of hard them. to do, Every bro. Every one of them. Yeah. <laughs> See, it's not easy. Not easy in three Joe, innings. Like, even if you put me on the hill,
1: like, let's be real. What do you think would happen? Yeah. I'm on the hill. Me throwing the ball. I could probably, I'll be in the 60s, Joe. I'll be honest. Yeah, my arm. You know what I mean? I'd be basically throwing batting practice at them. That's what it would be. It would be the same thing as BP for them. So I'd be throwing the ball, BP. You figure just sort of randomly that there
9: would be a line drive right at somebody for an out. (laughs) Gabe, we had a center fielder for the Orioles take down the 3, 4, and 5 hitter in a row in the bottom of the 16th against the Angels, okay, yeah. including Albert Pujols, and they got three outs.
1: All right, so, Joe, <laughs> I'm glad you brought that up, yes and no, only because, <laughs> look, I can't be up 24 hours a day, bro. and you know. Right. So, <laughs> I had I mean, money that's... on that game, and I uh, gave yeah. up on it. I had the Angels had a parlay. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, stupid Angels, and I'm like, it's like 2 in the morning, and they're still playing with stupid Angels. I wake up this morning and I see, oh, first position player to get a save in whatever years. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, you're telling me I lost to a position player on the worst team in baseball? This is what it's come to? Mm-hmm. Yep. Like you said, like, honestly, Joe, I think maybe I could get out of an inning giving up eight runs only. I'm telling That's you, big, guys big would side. get under, they'd go, I'm going to kill this kid. Boom, mm-hmm. I'd get under, they'd get under a pitch, pop one up. You know what I mean? Yep. Yep. There'd be a line drive right at somebody. It's hard to give up 12 unearned runs in a row.
9: Correct. For two any, and be a number one starter. Supposed to be a team's number one starter. I mean, it was. But for that game last night, not only did the Orioles blow the lead in the bottom of the ninth, they scored three in the top of the 15th, and they gave up three in the bottom of the 15th. So it was like you got to be. At what point? At what point do you look at this game and go, I don't? The only time I'm going to recognize baseball to what we know baseball to be is when the playoffs come, yep. when we're where it's not going to be 13 runs and it's not going to be when you got Verlander, Cole, and Miley going, guys, for the Astros. You want welcome back to real baseball because this right now is video game baseball.
1: No, you're right, and you're not going to be you're not going to be uh, facing a uh, pitcher. You don't face scrubs in the playoffs yep. on the hill. Yep. Everything is situationally managed, pitch by pitch. The scouting reports are as detailed as ever. Yep. Um, it's not. It's not humid. It's not hot. The ball doesn't travel anymore. We live in an extreme weather conditions yep. now. So as hot and as humid as it is now, guys, watch. It's going to be cold as hell in October. Yep. And it's a complete, like, different. Uh, it's a complete uh, different world. It's like, mm-hmm. it's like you said. It's like a different sport for them. Not to yep. mention the opposing teams and pitchers know. All this guy can do is hit home runs. Just keep him low and away, and he's screwed.
9: Got like the no,
1: worst no. thing he's going to do is hit a foul ball or strike out.
10: Yep. So true. All
1: right, we'll talk uh, NFL, MLB. Mick Gossie on the radar, and more. Morning After continues.
11: We paid less for our Kraftmatic today than we did 20 years ago.
13: That's 800-847-1183.
9: Become the eighth person to win a million dollars in a FanDuel, of DraftKings tournament, setting their lineups using the DailyRoto.com DFS lineup optimizer, or just become one of the countless number of people who have already won thousands of dollars playing DFS using DailyRoto.com. Bottom line here is if you're playing daily fantasy sports and you're not utilizing DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Just head on over and check out the tools for the NFL, MLB, PGA, NBA, NHL, sports wagering. You can get access to all of them by joining the Daily Roto Elite Package. Just enter the promo code FNTSY, get a 10% discount. You get the lineup alerts, the projected ownership percentages, weather updates, fantasy projections, and more importantly, the use of those same Daily Roto lineup optimizers that have produced millions in DFS winnings. DailyRoto.com, guys. It is where millionaires are made.
1: Oh, I can't wait to use uh, DailyRoto.com basis uh, once um, once the National uh, Football League uh, season is here. Now, listen, guys, it's obviously needed for baseball uh, as well, but I have enough uh, problems in my life without having to fill out a baseball lineup uh, on a daily basis. Uh, guys, I'm betting baseball. Try to, try to do a DFS baseball lineup, then I really will be dead. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'll play a little bit once in a while. I, I do a little CFL DFS in the summer, but I do enjoy NBA DFS. almost too much. Like uh, sometimes I'll have like on a thousand dollars on it, and I'm like putting my fish through my computer like, like a drafting tournament for like <laughs> exactly am Like, <stupid laughs> bastard. like, I'm like
2: mm-hmm. why did you screw me, damn? Um, it.
1: But football, big big fan of uh, fantasy football, obviously. Uh, Season long leagues, big fan of, and uh, DFS football, I'm a big fan of, and um, daily roto is it's an absolute necessity. Uh, those guys are geniuses over there, multimillionaires uh, over there, and uh, the betting tools, very 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 good as well. I can't I can't I can't come to your house and uh, you know purchase it uh, for you. I can't like hack um, into your computer and buy DailyRoto.com for you, but I'm telling you, their totals absolutely murdered it last year. Murdered Mm it. The computer slayed the totals. Now the sides, sides are tough. The algorithm, they're gonna figure it out. They they were, you know, they they had a winning record. I think they were like 52% or so on the sides. We'll get the exact percentages, but the totals, guys, I'm telling you, man, was like 72% or something ridiculous. Wow. Like. um, like, the the algorithm and the computer, Dick Meyer and these guys, they really figured out the projections. because They're fantasy guys, so they just sort of took all the data of the numbers that they expect from the production and put it into a final score,
2: mm.
1: which I think the computer can do easier than figuring out who's going to win. Right. Even artificial intelligence has a hard time figuring this crap out, right? So, <laughs> <laughs> like, AI... AI ain't gonna figure out that uh, that uh, Steve Wilkerson,
2: mm-hmm.
1: uh, Steve Stevie Wilkerson, um, first ever player. Joe, I sort of tailed off uh, first uh, position player oh, to yeah. get a save since now ever. Mm-hmm. First time ever. a non-pitcher's ever gotten a save before. Yeah. And we were kidding earlier, and I'm actually dead serious about this. I, you know, about Tanaka, I believe that I can. I'm not saying that. Every time there might be a time I go out there and give up 22 runs or something like that, right but we talked about this show. Major League baseball players are so freaking used to 98 mile an hour fastballs, right right 92, yep. 91. That's why the off-speed off stuff throws them off in the in-game. This is why knuckleballers actually survive in Major League Baseball. And not only that, it screws hitters up for, like, the next game as well after they'd face a knuckleball guy. Mm -hmm. Because they're seeing heat, heat, heat. You see heat every day of your life. Suddenly, someone's throwing these weird pitches 48 miles an hour at you. You think it's going to be easy. It's sort of like going up to a golf uh, ball and trying to crush it. You won't crush it. Mm -mm. You want to crush it? Nice and smooth, perfect shot, stroke. Then Mm -hmm. you're going to crush it. And case example here, Joe... So, Wilkerson last night, he tossed 14 pitches of an average speed 54.3 miles an hour. There you go. The catcher couldn't even catch some of these balls. (laughs) (laughs) Dude, I'm seeing, like, these gifts. Like, the ball was popping out of the catcher's glove because he's not used to catching it. Like, it's like... He's used to yep. big league tough, and right, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. So it's coming in. He's like the yep. catcher's mm-hmm. like he couldn't squeeze the ball, Joe. It looked like the ball's popping yep. out. He's like, oh man, yeah, yeah. So Wilkerson threw 54 miles an hour, Joe. I can't. Um, Cole <laughs> Calhoun popped the ball and meekly grounded out.
9: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, and Pujols.
1: I mean, three four, Albert Pujols, one of the <laughs> greatest hitters of all time, got under it and popped out to shallow center. Whew.
9: Unreal. Yeah, uh, Absolutely unreal.
1: And uh, Brian Goodwin got the best uh, of him. He hit it pretty hard, but he popped out mm-hmm. at the warning track. <laughs> yeah,
9: there you go. That's Congratulations. You go One, two, up,
1: three. I'm telling you. Mm-hmm. So what I'm saying is I'm better than Tanaka.
9: Last night you were. Yeah,
1: yeah, like I could give the Yankees <laughs> more. Cashman, mm-hmm. I- I'm like, uh, I'm a savage. Forget about Strowman. I want to be a Yankee
9: get your savage on man Uh, get your savage on because they need all the help they can get especially today round two so you know what if i'm you know tampa are
1: so innovative the tampa bay rays are probably seeing this and going you know what who can pitch on our team (laughs) 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 which one of you guys get the ball over the plate you know i think we're going to start you guys like basically you know it's the innovation i'm telling you it's the complete opposite Mm-hmm. This guy's throwing 54 miles an hour, Joe. That's half mm-hmm. the speed they're used to.
9: Mm-hmm. That's a, that's about the right. No, Tampa, what they do is they actually hide pitchers in positions, and then they bring them in uh, during the inning and screw everyone Which up. Which is brilliant. So, yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Like only Tampa. How come only Tampa thinks of these things? I haven't seen that since Little League. All right, bring the left fielder in. Let's go. Let him yeah, throw an People inning, don't realize just- <laughs> they brought a
1: left-handed pitcher in to face a left-handed batter from the bullpen. He got the out. And then there was a right-handed uh, batter coming up. Mm-hmm. But there was a lefty coming up after the right-hander. <laughs> so the Rays, basically, they took the pitcher and they put him at first base. They took the first <laughs> baseman out. And they told the pitcher, he, they told the up, yeah, he's, he's at first base now. Mm-hmm. Totally legal. Then they brought in a right-handed pitcher to face the right-handed batter. Then they took him out. <laughs> And they told the pitcher at first base, go back to the hill. You're pitching again. Yep. And then Cora had a 19-minute meltdown of you can't do this. This is BS. This is garbage. This is under protest. They've already done it three times, Cora. And it's 1 million percent legal. Cora Mm -hmm. basically exposed himself for not knowing the rules.
9: Yeah, so did Angel Hernandez, the umpire that allowed it to go 20 wow, minutes. Oh, that's a shock
1: that Angel Hernandez doesn't know the rules. <laughs> exactly.
9: exactly.
1: Angel Hernandez sued baseball. He said, I don't get World Series games because I'm Cuban. It's like, dude, yeah. you're lucky you still have a job, bro. You're the worst umpire in the history of baseball. Yeah. He said, it's a good point. I thought that, too. How the hell does Angel Hernandez not tell Cora, shut the hell up? They've already done this twice this year. Exactly. It's legal. Exactly.
9: Exactly.
1: <laughs> and the way it is, yep. I didn't know. I'll admit, I didn't know this. I knew, I knew, I I knew sort of that you could move the pitcher around. No mm-hmm. one ever does it though, right? But what I did not know, and I a million percent admit this, I had no idea that in the American League, Joe, if you do this, you lose an at bat. You lose your designated hitter.
9: Exactly. Yep.
1: But it was the, it was the uh, it was like the eighth inning when they did this, right? hmm So he didn't care. Like That's so, correct. like it's So it's interesting. It's kind of weird, guys. So if you do this, see what we just described, put the pitcher in, move him to first base, bring him back, you lose your designated hitter at bat. Which is kind of like, you know, but Cora should know this stuff. It's like, dude, you're the manager of – you're a World Series exactly. champion manager. You should know. Like, exactly. Or at least, you know, I don't expect it to know that. Let's just be real. But between him and Hernandez and the other umpires – Somebody should have said, guys, it's freaking legal, what they just did. Yeah. Like, they did it, and it turns out they did it earlier in the year against San Diego. Mm-hmm. Bochy didn't bench, because Bochy's smart and probably thought, oh, these guys are geniuses. Like, how do they come mm. up with this
9: stuff? Right. Exactly. It's Brilliant. It's a very
1: Belichick-type thing to just know the rules. Yeah. Right? The, yeah. the pots cool. do that. with Like, they'll move a guy in the line. and
9: Everyone say, you can't do that, and you read the rules. Actually, they did. They, they yeah. They're allowed to do that. But listen, you can you can call timeout, put a headset on, call New York, and they can tell you if a ball is fair or foul. It took you 20 minutes to figure out if this was in the rule book. Like yeah, good seriously. Joe.
1: And how come how come New York <laughs> or we should say Secaucus? How come yeah, Secaucus? How come Secaucus, How come they didn't save them? Exactly. And just call and say, listen, guys, it's legal. Move on. Just okay. tell them rule 19 to be in the rule book, right? And that's what it is. It's 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 very very uh, innovative. It's you know, but this I wonder about this in football too. And I think we're gonna see we're gonna see a little bit uh, uh, of a um, of a return to to yesteryear. We're in this like past happy era right now, Joe. Obviously, spread mm-hmm. offenses. Hell, they just hired Cliff Kingsbury, which we'll get to. Your, your boy. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, just I oh, yeah, yeah, just for the record too. I don't know if you saw. You're gonna like this, and I like the confidence. Tyler Murray says they're not losing. Oh. He's 54 and two in his football career, and he goes, he's gonna keep it that way. Okay. Right. He says, no, no, we're not
9: losing. He goes, people think we're gonna lose. We're not losing. Like he goes, I'm a winner. Mm. I think Jamarcus Russell said the same thing.
1: Um, mm. but it's like football. Nowadays, if you just – that's why Army wins now. Army's yeah. suddenly good right now. Why? Army's not any different because everybody plays this spread pass stuff. Army just runs the ball down your, your face all night. <laughs> you can't stop it because you never see it. to the National Football League preseason is on. Denver Broncos, Atlanta Falcons, uh, six days from now, next Thursday night, Canton, Ohio. Um, The Atlanta Falcons opened up as two-and-a-half-point favorites in this game. It's down to one-and-a-half right now. And it's going to make our uh, guest that joins us uh, uh, via Skype uh, happy to know that I actually like the Denver Broncos Uh, In week uh, one of the National Football League uh, preseason. I look forward to betting on this game. But but, uh, before we get to that, uh, I threw a poll question out uh, yesterday on game time decisions. And the results were a lot closer, a lot closer than, than we expected. And the opinions actually started to change as the more that we discussed this and I'm curious uh, to Mick Ossie's take on this, and Joe Ranieri, I'll throw it to you first, Joe, and it will bring Mick in. Mm-hmm. So Cliff Kingsbury's, um, of course, a you know, young coach, innovative offense, etc. and he raised a lot of eyebrows when uh, he stated that he is going to have cell phone breaks in team meetings, and not just cell phone breaks, but basically every 20 to 30 minutes, He will allow players to look at their phone, get caught up to date on social media, and then they resume the meeting after the fact. Mm. He says that football players' attention spans don't remember things longer than 20 minutes. And he said that basically he's learned that today's youth and football player, they, they learn more in shorter installments. And he was just talking about a minute or two. He's not talking about guys sitting on the phone with their girlfriend. Said for a minute or two, they can, you know, clear their head because you know it's on their mind. And what's very interesting, the average age of an NFL team, Joe, 25 years old. Mm. And Kingsbury said Arizona's even younger. Kingsbury said these guys are not much older than college kids that we just dealt with. And this is the icing on the cake. Stephen A. Smith. Oh, no. Yeah, Stephen A. Smith. (laughs) Stephen A. Smith said that this is the worst idea ever, that Kingsbury should go coach high school teams, (laughs) and that uh, this disgust him. Mm. Now, me, whale capper, and Cam all sort of agreed that if Stephen A. Smith thinks it's wrong and bad, then it's probably good. But you know who said it was a good idea? Teddy Bruschi. Mm. Three-time Super Bowl champion. Teddy Bruschi also said Bill Belichick did the same thing. Said Mm. Bill Belichick just didn't tell people about it and didn't, didn't call it a cell phone break, but said Belichick used to give guys a couple of minutes to check their phones. And Bruschi said, I like it. He said, today's youth, they have an attention span problem. And I gotta tell you, I went from thinking this is stupid and what the hell are you doing to understanding? I think it's forward thinking. Let's bring in Mick and we'll get Joe's uh, take. Mick's old school. Mick hates like men with ponytails, man buns. What do you think a cell phone breaks for an athlete, Mick? I'm sure you don't like it.
2: Ah, here
14: we are. Look, people can't stay off these things. They're walking along the road and they're nearly getting run over by cars and bicycles. (laughs) I'm going to go old school. I'm going to go like the new Broncos coach. No music, old school. One of the greatest coaches ever, Tracy Braidwood, died not long ago. My Aussie footy coach, he's old school. I'm sticking old school. Kids can't keep off their phones. I don't have much data. I hardly ever... have. I have breaks for hours on purpose. No, don't agree with it. I agree with Smith for once, not very often.
9: Joe, what do you think? Uh, You said Bill Belichick does it? I'm good. Because there's one (laughs) thing that I know in this uh, NFL is, uh, do the Patriots do it? If Belichick does it, I'm good. If he doesn't, then it's the terrible idea.
1: Yeah, no, well, exactly. So (laughs) Bill Belichick doesn't mind this. He just didn't tell people. He doesn't call it a cell phone break. Right. Brewski likes it, three-time Super Bowl champion, who's pretty old-school, i saying say, hard-ass Teddy Brewski. Mm-hmm. Stephen A. Smith does not like it. I think Kingsbury's on to something. Mm. Well, I, I don't know that I he's on I guarantee you you're going to see other teams do this now. Maybe yeah. half again, an hour and stuff.
9: They probably do it already. We just don't. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just that he mentioned cell phone break, and people started laughing, but... You know, you're right. I right? Belichick gets up and says, "All right, take uh, you know, take 60 seconds, guys. We'll be right back."
1: No, you're exactly so what right. What
9: the hell's the difference?
1: What's it's, the difference? You know, it's just well, people want to pick and look at and look at everything, everything that Kingsbury does right now. But on the opposite end of the equation, Mick and I listen. I get it. And another thing is too, guys, it's like every 30 minutes or so. All right, they were saying 20 to 30 minutes. They're gonna feel it out. But the thing is. If you give people access to something, all access, they want less of it. Mm -hmm. So, basically, he's, you know, it's baby steps, guys. And Kingsbury's on to this, guys. As he said, he goes, I I do meetings with these kids. He goes, their legs are, like, you know, moving. They're twitching. I know they're just jonesing to get on their phone and look at Instagram and see what's up. They want to check their text. He goes, they're more focused and they learn more. So, I I actually like the psychology of this. But on the other end of the equation here, Mick, so you brought it up. So Vic Fangio, no music, old school, everyone shut up. Well, you know who else has music in his practice? Bill Belichick. Like, every team in the NFL does. Like, they're the only team in the league that does not Like, these old guys, I get the old school, Mick, and for me, for me, old school is you better die for the lose ball. I want 182% from you when you're on the court or the floor. But... I don't give a crap if you're playing Jay, if we're playing Jay Z on the sidelines during two days during training camp to keep guys fresh and to keep guys uh, you know going and stuff. I think it's stupid that there's no music, Mick and Joe. And you look at all the hard-ass coaches, man. Belichick, Mike Shanahan, John—he's the first Bronco coach ever not to allow music. Mike Shanahan won two Super Bowls, guys. I don't, you know, if 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 you're worried about music, you got bigger problems. I don't like this. Uh, what do you think, Joe?
9: I, I'm, you know, I'm. I think Arian said something along those same lines in uh, in Tampa recently too. Like he was, uh, uh, he was going to cut back on the music because it was getting out of control. So, I, you know, I get in the NFL wanting not to be the NBA where the, you know, the inmates run the asylum, so to speak. Uh, you know these guys like Arians and Fangio are probably like, yeah, no, guys, no. This is the way. This is the way it's always been. This is the way we're gonna do it. Uh, I mean, that's if the thing. It w- That's the way that it was for you, Fangio, 40 right. years ago,
1: right? Right. Yep. These guys that don't, they they don't evolve. They don't win. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's why Nick Saban wins. Mm-hmm. You think Nick Saban likes half the plays they call? Mm-hmm. Kiffin said that he goes Saban like doesn't he told me he's like God you pass a lot like when Kiffin was the offensive coordinator yeah and Saban <laughs> told him I have a heart attack with half this stuff but he goes this is modern football and he started laughing and Kiffin was like wow here's the greatest coach ever and I'm doing these crazy plays and he's all right with it because he understands that this is where we're at now. Mm-hmm. All right, so let's get to let's get to uh, AFL uh, the AFL uh, picks, uh, Mick. Mm. Let's get down
14: to business. What do you got for us? All right, just quickly. You know what? It's probably a good idea. I just wanted to go on a rant about cell phones, but music. No, it actually you is. Need mu- it, it is. You see, need like music. that's the
1: thing. The more you think about it, it actually is a good idea.
14: <laughs> but you shouldn't need music to motivate yourself, guys back home. Did that talk to you, mate? You don't need headsets on listening to music. Motivate yourself. as a temporary, short-term solution. But yes, mate, we did. What about man you know buns, little- Mick? <laughs> wussy Woo- <laughs> Woo- wo- wo- knobs. wussy knobs? Yeah. Wussy knobs. Terrible, terrible, terrible,
2: terrible. All right, oh, so. All right, <laughs> uh,
1: let's get, uh, let's get, uh, let's get into the pictures. here. You got the Hawks and the Lions, uh, Mick. Here. Uh, yeah, what-
14: tough one. Tough one, mate. Down in Tassie, near Tasmania, Devil. The Lions are going great, but because it's in Tassie, it might be cold. The Hawks have got a great record. I'd love to go for the Lions, but Kev says the Hawks. So I've got to stick with the Hawks, but I'd probably stay away from that game. But the Lions are going great. They're in second spot, mate. It could be a down one. bit risky. Stay away from that one. Definitely, I didn't have a bet. I had like 10 bets last night and none on that game. You know, I don't understand, though, is that
1: they're so much better than Hawthorne. I know it's it's a big game for the Hawks. They're they're desperate. They need they need this win, and they've been playing pretty well. But you have a much much better team. laying, you know getting three and a half Mick on the road. This number surprises me a little bit.
14: Well, take the Lions on the plus. I did have the Lions, but I did change my tip because I listened to a lot of guys in Australia now. Most of them are going for Hawks, but I hope the Lions win. That's why I stayed away from that one.
1: Is it true that the team with the most uh, wussy knobs and man uh, man buns in, in the AFL are the Adelaide Crows? Ooh.
14: <laughs> we got none now. Bryce Gibbs is not playing. He's out because he's gotten gotten some trouble apparently. He's got his rid of his man bun wussy knob. Nate five cut. He's off. He had the worst. One last year, hooker for messing, and he's cut his off. So maybe they've been listening to me and you because a few of the stars got theirs cut off this year. I loved it.
1: <laughs> so you're minus 10 and a half against Carlton. What's the deal?
14: You got- oh. We are terrible, mate. We are old. We're slow. The captain's terrible. Your buddy, Eddie Betts, got dropped. Like, he's been a fantastic player. He's getting old. He's like 32. He's had 300 games. Eddie Betts got dropped this week. He's on a downer, but a legend of a player. Oh, take the Crows, but I have very little confidence. He's over there in Melbourne. The Blues have done well since they fired their coach and got the new coach in. Oh, Crows need it. They're in the eight just. Take the Crows, but I have very little confidence on that one.
1: Minus 179 on the money line. Yeah, it's tough to lay 10 and a half points on the road. They're going to be in a dogfight just to win the game. My West Coast Eagles take on the Roos this week. West Coast minus 13 and a half.
14: Yes, mate, one of my best bets of the week. Take the Eagles. I think they'll win, and I think they'll win well. The Roos had to go to Brisbane last week. Now they're all the way across to Perth. But get, get this, guys, Joe. Scott Thompson, last week, one of the Roos plays. He got a ruptured testy, ruptured testicle, went Ooh. off for 10 minutes, came back on and played the last half with a ruptured testicle. And he's a former crow, so we're tough there. And he's mm. out this week, obviously. Apparently, he's walking around all week as if he'd been riding a, a horse bareback. Wow, that's craziness, mate, <laughs> to come back on after a ruptured testy, <laughs> eh? That's
1: it's tough. a family program, mate. because it's yeah. bareback yeah. mountain, like – that's, that's rupture a ruptured testy yeah you don't want a ruptured testy
2: mm.
14: oh no it, one one no. guy one of the perf guys reckons he had one once he had to walk with a walking stick and the pain was so bad he nearly collapsed so that's crazy toughness that is silly to come back he doesn't
9: right have a man bun thing. i'm guessing right that that dude doesn't have a man bun oh no no okay all right he's an old he's like he's a <laughs> tough player that's
1: they're tough yeah. in Australia. You have a ruptured testicle, you suck it up. You, that's you, right. You, you don't yeah, you, you get, get it. Uh,
9: God gave you two of them?
1: Get, get it taped up. Get get it taped up and get, get back out there. Rub
9: some dirt on it.
1: Listen, Lance Armstrong won a bunch of. Uh, he won a bunch of Tour de France with one testy. And and a bunch of needles. <laughs> and people are like, that's unbelievable that he did that with one uh, one ball. Yeah, well, the steroids made up for the one he was missing.
9: Yes, exactly.
1: Good stuff, Mick.
14: All right, good luck. I know we had a good week, but, yeah, be a bit careful. Take the Eagles and the Gold GWS on a multi. There you go. There's some bets for you.
1: Mick Aussie. Morning After continues.
11: We paid less for our Craftmatic today than we did 20 years ago.
13: 80-932-1749. That's eight
2: hundred-nine three two seventeen forty-nine.
1: No music. No music on this show. I need to talk to the audience. <laughs> Wow, you guys responded quick. <laughs> that, was only, that, was, that, was, that was a bit, actually, but good job, good job. Man, I wish like, we could resolve problems as fast as that. Holy crap, good job. Who was that, Chris? Yeah. Quick quick on the dial. Good job, Chris. Thank you, Gabe. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, but like exactly. like It's like these football coaches. No music. It's absolutely ridiculous, Joe. And yeah. I just <laughs> decided to poke this around a little bit. And like I stated, so Bill Bellett, like you said, I'm with you. I don't know why people don't just copy the Patriots. Like I don't. It, <laughs> they copy everything in sports, everywhere, everyone. Like for mm-hmm. example, Like Belichick only has left uh, left-footed punters. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's one of his weird little deals. Why? The spiral is different. The rotation is different of the ball. Why doesn't another coach say, "Well, that's a pretty good idea. Why don't I do that?" Yeah. Tom Brady has played for 20 years now and never gotten hit because he gets rid of the ball all the time and just hits guys in a slot. Why don't other teams do that? Like, like it's just, it's baffling to me. But, so yeah, Vic Fangio comes in here. No, no, no. And he said the exact same thing as, as uh, the next guy I'm going to bring up here. He goes, they don't play music in games. He goes, do they play music during games? No. Yes, actually they do, coach. That's all there is, is music in a damn stadium. Um, secondly, it's like I want people to be able to hear me. Mm. Do you think that it's a library and everyone like goes when you're gonna be on the road and in Oakland this year, coach, or KC at Arrowhead? Mm. Like in other words, like Vic Fangio is an old man, it's out of touch with reality. So I look at college here, Jeremy Pruitt, mm. head coach of the uh the Tennessee Volunteers. For now. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, I know, because they just killed it last year. I don't right. believe in music during practice. Funny, because Pruitt uh, came over uh, from died. Alabama, actually. Died, where well, they uh, play the, music uh, during singles. practice?
3: Most Even singles in
1: America. It's actually a true, Joe. Nick Redder. Saban I'm knows I'm not C- going to be able to recruit I'm these kids if, I, if it's like a boot camp uh, type of Buffalo. You know, Saban uh, and knows, and it's it's true, Buffalo the Saban knows it's already hard enough. I'm already going to run their ass um, into the ground. You've got to pick your battles if you're a coach. Denying them music is not the way to go. If like you're a single man. Or a single woman, and you're looking for love, you're looking for some action. Buffalo is the place to be, mm. and you know you can find it, man. Oh yeah, there's dude, there's all kinds of stuff going on at those Bills. Uh, like, you ever been like, um, you ever been to like a bad nude beach before?
9: <laughs> They're all bad.
1: Yeah, like sort of like exactly <laughs> like. Well, exactly. People think nude beaches are like somehow, you know. It's gonna, no, like a, no. it's gonna be like a, it's gonna be like a, like a movie or something like that. No, 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 like. Yeah, no. So it's the same thing at a Bill's parking lot, Joe. Yeah. Like basically, like you're gonna see people having sex in the parking lot that you don't want to see having sex, and you're gonna have a hard time like unremembering. Yeah. Like people in Buffalo are very uh, promiscuous and uh,
9: lonely. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yes, they stuck inside for a lot of the year. Yep.
1: Yeah, they, you know, you know, and Buffalo's a nicer city than people realize. But they, they do. There are the most singles there. <laughs> that mm-hmm. is true, and they are like right near the top. I can't say factually that they're number one in arson, but they're pretty close. Like there's, like there's constantly major fires in Buffalo, like on a daily basis, that are like self-inflicted. Because people are kind of broke, so it's like the old insurance
9: scam.
2: Yeah. I'm gonna look. Yeah, this and also up. I
9: think you got a volunteer fire department up there, so guys got nothing else to do. Let's start a fire, and then woohoo, we gotta go put it out.
1: Um. Yeah, I don't see what's the, what. Would you say volunteer who and put it out? What?
9: <laughs> there are volunteer fire departments in uh, in Buffalo and a lot of the smaller towns and stuff in and around Buffalo. So what those guys do is start fires. <laughs> so they can get called and go put out a fire because oh. there's nothing else to do. Yeah, I don't think... It I, you got to be a nut job that you're an arsonist, Joe.
1: That's not being a...
9: Well, you can't be number one in arson without being an arsonist, can you? <laughs> <laughs> you got to have a few of them.
1: Right, we're going to get some statistics. <laughs> Morning after continues.
5: That's Y O U T H to 321 321. Join the family at Model
10: Sporting Goods. Visit your nearest Models and sign up for our MVP rewards program to receive insider deals all year round. Earn points on every purchase when you use your MVP card to earn Models cash back. It's our way of thanking you for being a loyal customer. Upon signing up, receive 10% off your purchase and 15% off your next purchase. It's that simple. Plus, new MVPs this month are eligible to win a $500 Models gift card. You gotta play more and pay less. You gotta go to some
8: what Chris said about Andro four hundred.
10: I've lost
7: I feel better. I have more energy. I walk 12 miles a day. I feel great. It changed
9: my life. It really has. It's really incredible.
8: Guys, if you'd like to lose belly fat, gain energy, and feel great, try Andro 400, the safe, natural, and affordable way to boost your testosterone. Go to andro400.com or call 888-400-0435. 888-400-0435. Andro400.com.
1: All right, Morning After continues. I am Gabriel Morenci, Fantasy Sports Radio Networks. Joe and Harry in Miami, Florida. We're throwing it down in New York. Thanks to Mick Gossie. Fun stuff uh, with Mick. Uh, today, Mick is a uh, Denver uh, Bronco uh, fan, or as uh, Raider fans call them, uh, the Denver Donkeys. Um, now, listen, as far as the Broncos are concerned, like Vic Fangio is a respected, uh, a respected defensive coordinator. He's a respected uh, football guy. But you know, so so was John Fox, so was uh, Jeff Fisher before, right? Like, and I look at, I'm looking at the Denver Broncos organization with this Yo stuff, and from the no music, from bringing Joe Flacco in, it's Elway is having a hard time, Joe, stepping into the new millennium. You know what I'm saying? He's, mm-hmm. you know, he's having a hard time, and. You know, Elway pushed all the right buttons. I mean, I'm not criticizing him. He, you know, he won a Super Bowl with this team. He got in the two Super Bowls. He won Super Bowls as a player, and, and, etc. But same thing. You look at a guy like Jeff Fisher, which a lot of millennial types will act like Jeff Fisher is Richie Kotite or something. Yeah. Uh, that Jeff Fisher was never a good coach. He was terrible. He's an idiot. Ha, oh, Jeff Fisher. Ha oh. ha ha. Jeff Fisher was a very you know, a successful coach in the National Football League, mm-hmm. um, as was Rex Ryan. Mm-hmm. To me, guys yep. like Rex Ryan, uh, Jeff Fisher, the game passed them by. You know, what I mean, they were like, "We do it old school, hard ass. You know, we do it. We do it like this. We're gonna run the ball. We're gonna we play defense, and we're gonna win ten six. And you know, this is the way that my father, and this is the way we did it, and all." The- uh, was okay then. You saw sort of, remember, like Rex Ryan in his last years, Joe, was in over his head. It was basically oh, yeah. like he was seeing things that was, it was like an old man driving. Everyone was going fast around him. Jeff Fisher. Jeff Fisher never adapted into the new National Football League of, you know what? We're going to have to go no huddle and spread things out here. He never did that. Yeah, he never look. Look at Andy Reid. He's a great example. Andy Reid's been coaching, I think, for 18 years now, or 19 years in the NFL, whatever, 20 years in that ballpark. He's been close to Super Bowls. He's had been a lot, had a lot of success. And Reid's always been not the most innovative guy, but he's never really been ultra conservative either. He's sort of, you know, in the middle. He realized, I've got to change. It's not working. I'm going to run Texas Tech's offense. Andy Reid can run his own damn offense. Andy Reid basically took that 17 best plays that Mahomes did at Texas Tech, tweaked it, let's go left instead of right, and 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 here we are. And Andy Reid's giving himself a better chance. Jim Harbaugh, very conservative Harbaugh. You know, Joe, Joe he's a conservative in real life. He's conservative on the mm-hmm. field. He's conservative in play calling. He realized I got to go with Kaepernick, and I'm going to go with this 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 run option. It's going to throw people off. They don't know what it is. Yep. Got him to a Super Bowl. Nearly won him a damn Super Bowl. Right. You look at all these teams. Sean McVay, young and innovative. Everyone wants Josh McDaniels. Uh, Nick uh, Nick Nurse, head coach of the Raptors. Joe, sort of modern, innovative. Let's mix it up. Let's try four guys on the court at once. Small guys. Like innovative, younger coaches are all the rage right now. And the Broncos bring in Joe Flacco and Vic Fangio, bro. Come on, man. How does this work, Joe? <laughs>
9: yeah. I uh, I think he thinks it's going to be maybe that's what they need. Like, let's just get back to some old school football. I, okay. Combined I mean, age maybe... of Jared
1: Goff. Combined uh, age of Jared Goff and Sean McVay is what? So McVay's 34 or so? 33, 34? He might be 35. Yes. Let's call him yes. 35. Mm-hmm. Kingsbury's younger. He's the youngest coach. Now, Kingsbury's like 32, 33. So let's call McVay 35. Let's call Goff 25. 60 years old age combined. Mm -hmm. Joe Flacco, Vic, uh, Vic, Vince Lombardi was coaching right now. He'd be a modern coach. You You know, this, you can't, I'm not saying he'd be running the air raid offense and stuff, but like Vince Lombardi, like, wasn't like a, um, he wasn't a psychopath, guys. Like like Vince Lombardi like used to laugh with the players and joke and stuff, right? Like mm-hmm. people think like football, like you need boot camp to equal success. How'd that work out for Dirk in Maryland, his little boot camp? Kill the kid. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. All these yep. teams and coaches, oh Tennessee. We don't do music around here. Right? Yeah, your team sucks, Pruitt. All right. You're gonna be fired in two years. Your team sucks. So I, I, the music's really going to save you, bro. It's just dumb, dude. You got to be modern, Joe.
9: Yeah, no, you you do. And and listen, I get if you think if you're Elway, and you truly believe that Flacco's got a chip on his shoulder because he's been beaten down in Baltimore and he thinks he's got something to prove. OK, I mean, it's worth a flyer on a guy that you ain't got to spend a lot of money on to to bring in to say, hey. You know, he's, he's. We've seen athletes before that. Well, you are have paying him on the shoulder. You are paying right, eighteen yeah.
1: million dollars.
9: It's one right, year, yeah. but I, it's it's pretty a lot of money, Joe. Right. If you think if, from that a business Blacko's standpoint, some up is right. If nope. he's got something up that to prove, then maybe you're inspiring the athlete. Maybe I don't know. But again, are you going to bet on that? Are you going to bet the future of your franchise on a guy that might want to prove something? Well, they're buying uh-huh. a year. For for
1: Drew Locke, I guess now, but... Right. The thing, if you have to ask yourself, is... And I'm not trying to pick on the Denver Broncos. We have, you know, there's a lot of Bronco fans in our chat right now. Some of them agree, some of them disagree, etc., even with each other. But the whole point is, you have to ask yourself, is there another team in the National Football League right now that wants Joe Flacco to be their starting quarterback? And B... Was there a team in the National Football League that would have made Joe Flacco their starting quarterback? No.
9: So you know what I mean. Well, do you think Flacco's got something left in the tank? And if no. he does, do you think Vic Fangio is the guy to get it out of him? No,
1: and no. No. Okay. I don't think Vic Fangio is a defensive coordinator. That what right. the hell does he know about quarterbacks? And and it's not an insult against Flacco because. I don't. I never. I was never a Flacco hater over the years. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like he wasn't great. He played well in big games. Uh, Flacco. That's one thing that he has going for him. He did at least. But he was also on a team with one of the most fierce defenses of all time, an extremely well-coached football team. Yes. And you know, Flacco can throw a, a, a decent deep ball. Just saying. Yeah, he can throw a decent deep ball. For me, it's Flacco's age and health and lack of mobility. He's an old-school quarterback in a new school world. And Denver, you've got with an old-school coach, an old-school quarterback. I mean, dude, I think I'm faster than Joe Flacco. Like, if the play breaks down, what happens with Joe Flacco? He gets sacked. What happens when Joe Flacco gets sacked a bunch of times? He will get hurt. All right, so I don't really get it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's not – another thing is, too, Joe Flacco isn't the type of guy to to mentor and tutor a young quarterback. Yeah. You know, yeah. so at least, you know, if you want to bring it, you get a vet guy, you bring him in, you say, be nice to Drew Locke, show him what you know. guy like McCowan. McCowan's good for that stuff. Awesome, yep. Yeah, like he did with Darnold. Smith Joe's Patrick. not that guy. So you have Joe exactly. – yeah, and Fitzpatrick's not that guy either. Fitzpatrick's another <laughs> jerk. Um, but Flacco thinks he can play for another four years, so he's not going to help Drew Locke. You know I mean? It just it doesn't make sense to me, any of this stuff. But as I stated, John Elway, he's really, you know, he's out of touch. You look at his draft picks, and, you know, they get it right on defense, but I don't think he's the one making those decisions. Nope. The coaching decisions are bad. You know, this is, I just don't like it. Hey, maybe I'm wrong. We'll see. I guess their win total seven. They're not winning eight. It'd be a push. Uh, I think six wins, though.
13: That's 800-847-1183.
9: to put your money where your mouth is people come on open up that sports wagering account at FanDuel New Jersey's largest sports book all you got to do is go to FanDuel.com forward slash grid that's FanDuel.com forward slash grid get a free bet of up to 500 bucks I don't care if it's uh, point spreads game totals props parlays in-game wagering college of pro sports you're in control which is ultimately what you want so head over to FanDuel.com forward slash grid open up that new account and claim Your free wager of up to $500. Do it today. And if you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. 21 and over. New Jersey only. Eligibility restrictions apply. Make sure you check out the website for details. Welcome in here to the morning after on Fantasy Sports Radio Network. We'll take a look at some of these uh, games here tonight. Major League Baseball over the weekend. But first, let's check in with Gabe to see who the hell he's yelling at to get off his lawn today. Hey, you kids. Get
2: off my lawn.
1: Hey, you pesky kids that I well, we have a couple of uh, people that we want to uh, talk about uh, this morning. Uh, let's start off uh, with Uber. Uh, that is uh, correct. Let's talk about Uber a little bit. Um, and, you know, for the love of God, I don't know if it's just me or this is becoming a common thing uh, in New York and New Jersey, uh, but... Um, Uber drivers uh, seemingly um, are on the ball about as much as uh, John Elway is on the ball right now uh, with the Denver Broncos. As time and time again, uh, I get into an Uber and they basically don't know where the hell they're going. And it's you know I don't really understand if you know that's your job that you actually do and drive around all the time. You figure you would actually know where the hell you're going, but I'm talking like really to the point where. Every Uber driver now just sort of blames GPS. All the GPS. So last night I leave. I'm leaving the uh, the racetrack at the Meadowlands, FanDuel Sportsbook. The driver literally nearly drove like onto the racetrack. Like he went through a fence essentially, nearly hit like some state trooper cars, and basically like we were this close to like plowing through onto the track. I had to tell him, hey, yo, uh, I was on the phone doing a radio hit. I'm like, hey, yo, um, you you probably want to go turn the other way. He goes, oh, sorry, GPS told me. So what, if GPS told you to drive off the freaking Brooklyn Bridge, are you going to do it? Like, come on, man. I mean, uh, it's getting to the point. (laughs) GPS, then after the dude actually tried to drive us like into, into some like bus terminal, which I I got to actually wonder, like, if, I was starting to wonder, is this guy an actual Uber driver, or did, like, he just escape from, like, a mental institution or something like that, and he's out on a joyride just messing, messing with me, just like Ben Simmons is messing with you. And listen, I'm not going to call out Ben Simmons right now, but I got to call out people that are actually taking Ben Simmons hitting shots seriously, all right? There's a video of Ben Simmons out there playing against a bunch of scrubs, a bunch of his boys, in which Ben Simmons hits a couple of jump shots. Ooh, Ben Simmons hit a three. Ben Simmons hits a a jumper from the free throw line. Like, really? This is what it's come to? This is what makes people believe that Ben Simmons is somehow working on his shot because he played a pickup game and he hit a couple of shots? How many of you have hit a three-point shot before in a pickup game? Sure, quite a few of you. How many of you have hit a shot from the free throw line in a pickup game? I'm sure quite a lot of you. Doesn't mean that quite a lot of you are going to be able to hit shots in the NBA. Now, listen, I'm not calling out Ben Simmons for this. It's not like Ben Simmons said, hey, look, I've been working on my my shooting uh, skills. This is people in the media that actually take this seriously. I've actually seen people break this down. Oh, look at his footwork. Look at the shot. You know what, I can go in the park right now down the street and I'll find guys with better footwork and a better shot than Ben Simmons. So if this is what it's come to that, ooh, Ben Simmons is uh suddenly he can shoot because he hit a three in a freaking pickup game, I gotta tell you to get the hell off my lawn. Hey you kids. Get
2: off my lawn Hey.
9: I got to tell you, the whole uh, Uber and the, uh, the, the Uber and the GPS thing scares the living crap out of me, Again, I'm not gonna lie there, because a lot of those uh, those drivers are completely robotic, and it's just left here, right there. I'm with you, man. We've lost uh, we've lost touch with the actual reality of driving the car, and we're just waiting to be told what to do. It's pretty scary sitting in the back of an Uber car these days. But Ben Simmons is one of those guys, I think, that the media has already uh, embraced as a guy that has to be successful. They want him to be successful. There is no way that they are going to have an NBA without Ben Simmons needing the next great thing. And they do this, don't they, the media? They embrace these guys. From time to time where it doesn't make a difference what they – they could be walking down the street and it's like, oh, look. Look at his footwork and look at how great it – they just want Ben Simmons and the Philadelphia Sixers to be so successful that they're going to be blind to anything other than his great success.
1: Well, Philadelphia is sort of built uh, on that in the same Mm -hmm. way Joel Embiid. Yes. Joel Embiid gets talked about in the same sort of breath as a lot of megastars. Yep. Or at least a you know a future or potential potential megastar, and that that's Philadelphia's problem as a yeah. whole. But you know that's the thing, Philadelphia. I don't know. It's amazing too because the media. It's interesting. The media does it with them, mm-hmm. and Joel Embiid was good at marketing them. The whole uh, the process crap. I guess the process is a long-term process, Joe.
9: <laughs> long-term. <laughs> never put a timestamp stamp on that. I never,
1: nah, and even. He's like, no, we're not the processor anymore. Um, but, you know, it's the whole process thing. You're right. The media embraced them. Yep. The media embraced them and helped uh, sort of build them and maybe build expectations higher than they, than they should have been or oh, yeah. should be over the years. Because I see the flaws in Embiid. I see the flaws in Ben Simmons. Yet I've also noticed and you know people think I'm picking on the Broncos uh, this week but this seems to be a Philly fan thing. Ooh. I've noticed this. And Toronto does this as well. Not every city does it. Like every not every sports fan is the same. Mm. I find this that Toronto sports fans, Joe Generally, overvalue their own players. Okay. You know, like they think that everyone on the Toronto Maple Leafs is the best player in the league. Mitch Marner is the best player. You know, he's very good. He's an elite player, but is he the best player in the league? No. You know, Austin Matthews is the best. Um, like the, the the Blue Jay fans often. Well, if Aaron Sanchez stays healthy, and if this and all oh, these guys are really good, and we have these prospects, even now. They act as if, though, well, we have Vlad Guerrero Jr. and We got Pichette and stuff. And we, we have the best farms. Yeah, well, what do you think? That the Red Sox and Yankees are folding in four years because you have Vlad Guerrero Jr.? <laughs> mm-hmm. Right? Like, there's, like, an overestimation, an overvaluation. You know, like, some fans in some cities are negative. Oh, we suck. Jet fans are pretty negative for the most part. Ah, oh, we don't have a chance. Mets, ah, oh, we're terrible. They suck. Other fans, like, look, our boy, like, I for Elway in the chat. We got a guy here. This guy will go to war for Elway, man. Mm -hmm. You bring up Elway's fault and come back. It's like, you know, he's overvaluing, you know, his team. Out of love, out of, you know, whatever. He's overvaluing his team. And I find the Philadelphia fans do this. And then they get mad. And they blame the team after. <laughs> it's the, ah. You know what I mean? Yep. They hate the team for not winning when really no one thought they were going to win besides you, nutjobs. Right. Right? Like um, like the Philadelphia 76ers. Oh, and Bede's better than the Greek freak. No, he's not. Look, I'm, I, uh, you can be a fan. Like, people are not objective anymore. You can't be blinded. Like, just because a guy's not on your team or a guy's on your team doesn't mean he's the best. Right? Mm. It doesn't mean that, you know, but I look at it as a classic example. The Philadelphia 76ers fans and the media have always overhyped this process team. They've always overhyped them. And I see it happening again right now with uh, Carson Wentz and the Philadelphia Eagles. As Carson Wentz isn't even back yet, and we're already into how great Carson Wentz is. Somebody was telling me it was Big Man on Campus the other day. Well, oh, it's not even a comparison between Dak Prescott and Carson Wentz. Well, Dak Prescott plays every week at least. So <laughs> exactly. I don't know. You can talk about how great Carson Wentz is. What three years ago what? when he was a rookie? Mm-hmm. Been two years in a row he couldn't get through the season. But these guys are have already given the MVP this year, Joe. You. It's not just a Philly thing. Toronto does it. Not every city does it, but Philadelphia really does it. Like, the Sixers are the best, and they're expected to win. And then when they don't, they're bums. Instead of the fans just being unrealistic. And, listen, I think the Philadelphia Eagles are a dangerous football team. I legitimately do believe that they are NFC contenders this year. I buy into it. I'm I'm not discounting it. But at the same point in time, there's also... The other side of that coin, Carson Wentz, is an unknown commodity, Joe. Can he get through a season healthy? I don't know.
9: What about Flyers? Are they like that with the Flyers, too, in hockey? Is Philadelphia no. just as unrealistic or no? no?
1: They blame, they take all their negativity out on the Flyers. On the
9: team? Yeah. Interesting.
1: Yeah. So, like, their optimism of the Eagles, their optimism of the Sixers, mm-hmm. they turn around and project their
9: anger onto the Flyers. Wow, and what do you think is going to happen to the Phillies? Well, look, classic example of heightened
1: expectations, Joe. Right, of course. Look, they got Harper, and they're going to win the World Series. Yeah. And then they, they, I mean, they were talking smack about how Mike Trout's going to sign with them because he's from Philadelphia. Yep. That didn't happen. And now look, now they, you know, they, I don't know, they one night they love you, the next night they boo you. They hate you. Yep. Yeah, they're hardcore fans. But I'm just stating, they overvalue their teams, in my opinion. They're all over the map. (laughs) All right, Morning After continues.
6: If you've heard of WeatherTech floor liners, you probably know that for your vehicle's floor, nothing protects better. But what about protection for the rest of your car or truck? I'm David McNeil, founder of WeatherTech. Besides our floor liners, we design, engineer, and manufacture a wide range of automotive accessories right here in America. And just like our floor liners, everything is done to the highest standards possible. We understand what kind of investment owning a vehicle can be, so we do everything possible to help you protect it. We don't take shortcuts, and we never make concessions when it comes to quality. For everything from cargo liners to cleaning and detailing supplies to mud flaps and car covers, the one place you need to go is WeatherTech.com. So if you are familiar with our floor liners, just imagine how well the rest of our products will work for you. Learn more about our full line of automotive accessories at WeatherTech.com or call one 800 carmats WeatherTech.com. Proudly made in America.
12: Money Now 100 is not a lender, broker, or agent of any lender or financial advisor. We do not make loans or credit decisions. You must be 18 years or older and a U.S. resident qualified. This is not an offer or solicitation to win. I went to MoneyNow100.com and got the. I needed deposited in my account the next business day. If you need money for any reason, help is here. Go to MoneyNow100.com and get the money you need. Need to pay off credit card debt? Go to MoneyNow100.com. Need your car repaired? Need home improvement money? Visit MoneyNow100.com. If you need fast cash for any reason, go to MoneyNow100.com. Good, bad, or no credit at all? Go to MoneyNow100.com. You could get up to $5,000 as soon as the next business day. Go to MoneyNow100.com on your phone, tablet, or computer. Type in the address bar MoneyNow100.com. That's money now, the number 100com
1: Morning after continuing Fantasy Sports on uh, Radio Network. Um, we see that uh, Bagel Boss is uh, cashing in uh, right now. <laughs> he's now doing uh, videos on Cameo. So a Cameo, basically you pay and people will say whatever you want them to say. And um, he's actually he's actually parlayed this into something, Joe. And it looks like he's actually in somebody's house. There's a pool behind him and everything. He's not... Um, <laughs> He's not. He's not in a van down by the river. People <laughs> right. are debating. We're just talking about the Eagles, and basically Bagel Boss is wearing a Deshaun Jackson Eagle jersey. Ooh, ouch! Yet, ouch! It's on cameo, and he's singing "Fly Eagle, Fly." I think somebody paid him to do it, and probably sent him the jersey. Actually, yep. Um, so people are debating it, and. They're asking, they, people are like, oh, he's probably a giant fan, but no, no, he's a Jet fan.
3: Bagel yeah, Boss is a Jet
1: fan. fan. He's a Met fan, yep. and Met and Jet, it's the same thing. They're Mets and Jets, he's, we know he's a Met fan. Like he's, He wears Met stuff on his YouTube page. And one of the videos that got taken down from his YouTube page, Joe, was him hanging out at his local bar because they knew his name. They were like, shut up, Chris, you mm-hmm. got to go now and stuff. And they were all decked
9: out in Jet gear. Dude, he's a yeah. Long Island guy. He's a Jets and Mets guy. <laughs> yeah, big time. Not Philadelphia, but I do think you're right. I think he's ca- good for him. I think he's cashing in on this right now. I really do. I think somebody sent them the jersey and said, "Here, this is what no, I want exactly. you to do."
1: And Barst- yeah. Barstool says, "Oh, you can't be. Uh, you can't really be a real Giant fan, even you know, because I guess he charged fifty dollars for that video. He's charging fifty dollars
9: a hit. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> Absolutely. I
1: yeah. know Bagel yeah. Boss goes from being so basically, <laughs> he's a racist little dickhead who hates women mm-hmm. and somehow is making money doing videos for
9: football fans. Yeah, and that, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the U.S. of A. Yeah. Right there. Yep. Got to believe that, like, some of the forefathers have tears in their eyes, Joe. <laughs> Not what they expected. I'm pretty sure not what they envisioned back in the day. It's definitely not. Sort of
1: like the creator of the internet. He goes, yeah, it's kind of not what I... It's kind of out of control yeah.
9: now. <laughs> like, All good intentions, and then... Wrote yeah, the hell, Joe. Dave, with yeah. what? <laughs> good intentions. Yeah, good intentions, exactly. And porn. Um, yeah.
1: Yeah, he goes, you'd never see an Eagle fan put on a diet jersey for a
9: $50 video. Yeah, you would. Yeah, yeah. A big time. <laughs> Absolutely, you will. <laughs> I hate the Patriots.
1: Yeah, I would need a little more than fifty. If I was really broke though. Like what yeah, t- what exactly. team do you hate the most, yeah, as a Jet fan? The Patriots? Oh, it's Patriots absolutely. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. So would you put a Patriot jersey on in a video for fifty dollars?
9: No. Nope. Absolutely 50's not. Fifty's not like, enough for me either, because it just No. Fifty's not enough to be bothered by Bill fans on Twitter after. It's not worthy exactly. I yeah, would do it's it. Not for, worth the aggravation from just the, our own personal friends. It's not worth hearing it. I'd do it for. I'd do it for a hundred bucks.
1: I'm being honest. Like if somebody told me right now, like right now, you put a hundred dollar bill on the table, and all I got to do is uh, put uh, put a Patriot jersey on, I'll do it. Mm. I'll take it off after. But
9: you know, it's <laughs> not.
1: It's not going to burn my skin.
9: <laughs> no, it would take a lot more money if you wanted me to wear a Red Sox jersey. That no, yeah, all. yeah,
1: yeah. No, listen, I'm not, I wouldn't walk around with a Patriot jersey. Yeah. I'm just stating I would briefly put it on for $100 and then take it off. Film it and take it off. Yeah, okay. yeah, 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 yeah. And I, people would rip me. I'd say, F you, I got 100 bucks.
9: Um would it have to be Brady? Like, whose jersey would you would you be all right with a Brady jersey?
1: Oh, yeah. I don't know. Tom Brady played for Michigan. Right.
9: Uh, <laughs> oh, that's a good point. There you go. All right. You uh, can justify that. <laughs> yeah, Boston Red Sox. Oof.
1: Boston Red Sox. But for money, Joe, it's different, you know? Like, like I that said, if somebody good. offers me $100 right now, for $100, I'll wear a Red Sox jersey all day. Really? Yeah. All day? You'd walk
9: around with it, yeah. huh? Yeah. I don't know if I could do it.
1: Yeah, but actually, I realized. yeah, but I'm in New York. So, no, I'm not walking around here, like in another city. (laughs) (laughs) It's not worth it here. Like, no, 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 no. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, I wore a Blue Jay jersey yesterday. And I never wear that jersey. I've never worn that once ever before. I've had it. I never wore it. So, I wore that jersey. I've worn jerseys of a lot of different teams in New York. I've gone to New York sporting events and cheered for the other team. I've been a Bills fan. I've been to Bills games. I've been to Michigan games. I was at the Big East tournament yelling against the local school. You know what I mean? You name it. I've never had any beef. Never anything. Yesterday, I talked about on the show earlier in the morning when a girl, a business lady said to me, you have a lot of nerve wearing that jersey in this city. Yes. Yeah. And then she goes, I'm kind of kidding. She goes, I'm kidding. But she really wasn't. Like, you know, she was like, F the Blue Jays. Last night. Last night at the book, same thing. No. Yeah, they were like, come on, man. You can't wear that. Why? And even another guy, he's like, man, you got a lot of jerseys. He goes, you can't wear that one, man. And same, one of the workers, bro, the guy didn't speak English. He was sweeping up. He goes, (laughs) he points. He goes, oh, Blue Jays. And I figured he was Dominican because the Dominicans were like the Jays because of the the Vladivore. Right. I said, yeah, Blue Jay, Blue Jay. Takes out his phone. He's got a big Yankee phone. He goes, Yankees. Oh, oh Yankees. no. He goes, Yankee B Blue Jay. And I'm thinking, oh. wow, these guys take this division stuff seriously here because I've walked around in, like, every team jersey ever. You know to be That's They don't like the Blue Jays in Toronto, Joe.
9: I don't know, man. <laughs> they don't like the in me. New York,
1: the Toronto Blue Jays. That's crazy to me. I wear the Expo jersey, I get love. I wear a Raptors jersey, I get high fives and congratulations.
9: I wear a Blue Jay jersey, and, like, I got business ladies telling me, you got a lot of nerve wearing that jersey. That blows me away. I have no idea. When have the Jays
1: ever beaten the Yankees in anything important?
9: (laughs) Yeah, are they transplant Philadelphians, maybe? You know, and they're still. uh, They can hate the Jays. You're right. (laughs) That's what I'm thinking. It's a good point,
1: too. And I wondered about that. (laughs) Toronto and Philly do have something going. And um, it's true. If you're Philadelphia, Joe Carter hit the home run on you. Yeah, that, that's brutal. Kawhi Leonard hit the shot on
9: you. Yeah, that's brutal. Toronto that sports is...
1: history has pretty much been built on the back
9: of Philadelphia. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and that's why I'm thinking maybe it was a Philadelphia tie. And every time they break out in hives, every time they see a Toronto jersey.
1: The Flyers and the Leafs don't like
9: each other either. They don't like each other either. Yeah, no, you're right. There's there's some history there.
1: <laughs> and. and it's like the, you know, the Eagles win the Super Bowl and they can really boast about it. Now the Raptors got mm-hmm. that NBA title, right? So, it's like, screw yeah. you. Right
9: back at your yeah. turn.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, right back. Who's next? <laughs> and I like, I, I, one thing about the Phillies, man. These guys are freaking trying, bro. Like, mm-hmm. I'm, like they're, this organization, they're all in, guys. You know how yep. much money they're losing? Like, I'm telling you, like, we talk about teams making money and stuff. These guys are paying everybody big money. They want to bring on more big money. Like, mm-hmm. the, the the Phillies are obsessed with, like, trying to win a World Series, which I don't think they will. Just spending money, like, you know, they don't have the right team to do it. But I, yeah. I tip my cap to them. And I tell you, Philadelphia, to me, is one of the best sports towns in America by far. Like, it's top five sports town. They're passionate. Absolutely. It's great sports town. Um, You know, decent teams. You have teams in all the leagues and college, etc. cetera. I think their fans are psychotic and negative. I don't think yes. their fans help their team win. But as far as sports cities are concerned, Philadelphia is a great sports city.
9: Yeah. Yeah. And it's always those cities that have, you know, there was a period of time where they were they were at the top of the whatever the sports is world there, whether it be the Sixers or the fluff And then they've gone very long periods of time without being relevant, and they kind of morph into that, you know, it, it's either I'm going to lay it all out, my team's the greatest thing in the world, your team sucks, or, or we totally team, suck. Or we yeah. totally suck. Yeah. In yeah. This to sell the team for yeah, yeah, you know, the right. Knicks are The Knicks are kind of in that purgatory right now.
1: No, you're right. You're right. There is... Not everyone in Philly. You're right. They'll eventually turn on their team. That's the thing. Yes. But that was my point. They're Philly guys. They'll build their guy up, right? Yeah. They're the best. Ben Simmons, the best. And
9: then they're like, he sucks. He can't shoot. (laughs) And then they want to beat him up on the street and stuff. Yep. Yep. And the media plays off of that. Yeah, (laughs) absolutely. Absolutely. I'm shocked they've given Harper the free pass they've given him thus far.
1: Me too. I'm actually surprised they like him. I don't think they do. Yeah. I think they're going to turn on him one day. But they turn yeah. on him. Early. The thing is, he's playing pretty good, Joe. Hmm. But the thing is, this is the problem with Harper. Where the end of the year, Harper's stats are going to be there and they're not going to win. And yeah. it's going to be one of these yeah. weird deals. Well, we can't blame Harper. He hit 38 home runs. And he hit our 42 home runs. How many of your he are you going to hit? How many, I don't even know, is that right. on pace for 46 or
9: whatever? I think he's, he's on four, yes.
1: Yeah, so, you know, mid-40s. So, Harper's numbers are going to be good, Joe, when it's all said and done. You're like, oh, yeah, 118 RBIs and 47 home runs, but we actually finished in third place. <laughs> like, it's gonna be
9: one he's of those not th- moving the needle.
1: That's the problem, exactly. Well, why is it? I don't, is it? Mm-hmm. Is it just a baseball thing, or is it? I don't get it. You can't blame him. Like, how no. can you say, all right, the right fielder's the problem? Oh, the guy that's hitting 318 every year with 40 home runs? Mm-hmm. yet the Washington Nationals are a better team without him, Joe. They're a happier oh. team. Look at their clubhouse. Mm-hmm. I don't see anyone strangling anyone now.
9: <laughs> yep, yep. And that's not a surprise, guys. They Washington said that the entire time during that during that period, that, guys, we're going to be fine. Like, we are going to be, in many aspects, addition from subtraction. They were saying that the whole time. Nobody believed them.
1: I don't – I mean, I don't know what's – you play baseball, so what's your explanation of this about this being – how can you not be a team player in baseball, Joe, when it's such an individualistic sport? So I'm saying they're like, well, he's not – there's something about him that rubs people the wrong way in the clubhouse. Okay, but what does it matter if he's standing alone out there in right field? Like, you know what I'm saying? It's not like chemistry on basketball. You don't need chemistry in baseball, Joe. No, there's no chemistry. You know what no. I mean? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like football, you need to be on the same wavelength as your tight end receiver and stuff. Your lineman. Yes. You need to be yeah. able to mentally talk without talking. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. hey, look, we turn left and you know what I mean? Eye contact. You need to be one, so to speak, in sports. You know what I mean? The, the, the chain. You know what I mean? The weakest link. Baseball. I get at it. The shortstop, second baseman, second, you know, double play. You need, you know what I mean? Rhythm. Well, you know what I mean? Like, Bryce, they're standing alone. So Bryce Harper's minding his own business all day in the outfield. He's not, what's how's right. he pissing anybody off? And mm. then when he bats, he's alone. So I never really understand, Joe, like how Harper is a detriment to a team. But he clearly yeah. is somehow. Not a detriment, yeah. but he doesn't help. I'll put it that way.
9: Well, the problem, I think, is because he got so much when you've got that one guy in a locker room that is getting all the publicity. It's all about him. You might as well rename the team to, you know, Harper yeah. kind of thing, you know, and that's kind of what it was in the Nationals when he's getting choked out in the it, sometimes it doesn't work. But in baseball, I don't need to they don't need to like each other necessarily. They all need to to share the common goal, which is. Let's win games. And everything else will be pushed to the side as long as you share that common goal. If guys are all about themselves, that's that's where it starts to come into problem.
1: And you know what? His numbers aren't quite as good as I thought. I thought he had a few more home runs.
9: He's still 230, right? 40?
1: Uh, 17 home runs, 256.
9: 256. All right. Not great. for I I would expect more for $400 million. (laughs) Yeah, well... It, it, that's coming. That's coming from Philly fans. <laughs> the batteries are on the way. <laughs> Honeymoon's
13: over.
1: You're right. Like People are going to say, well, what's going on here?
15: <laughs> Not too long ago, it felt good to withdraw your cash from the bank, didn't it? For a vacation or a new car. But today, withdrawing your own cash has become risky. Pat Boone here for Swiss America. pick up your phone and call right now.
13: 800-932-5517. 800-932-5517. 800-932-5517. Once again, that's 800-932-5517.
1: I don't know what it is this week. Uh, people are people have a uh, lot of a uh, lot of spite, a <laughs> lot of spite, anger, arguing going on in the chat. I think it's the football talk actually. It's it's the football talk. Uh, people uh, people get defensive. And I don't know why. Like I said, you tell me the Buffalo Bills suck. Like I don't get mad. I'm like, yeah, we've won we've haven't won a playoff game in 20 years. I'm aware. Yeah. Like I don't know,
9: Joe. Like some people
1: um you know it's the like sidefelt. <laughs> Someone the asked hard me. Argu- Thanks, yeah. Joe. You,
9: thanks. you Jets suck. Yeah. Um all right. You got anything else? <laughs> I, right, I, got that I for know. you. Well, <laughs> I,
1: when years ago I didn't like the I didn't like Jet fans, right? The Jets weren't terrible and whatever. But I I was like, ah screw the Jets. Until I actually realized that all Jet fans think their team is
9: terrible. And I'm like, these Jet fans are actually all kind of harmless. They're not like they're not jerks. They they think their team sucks. We would never do what they're doing in Denver with Elway. We would never give Elway a free pass as a new York, if he was uh with the New York Jets. The never best, in a million years.
1: The best is the argument between Bills and Jet fans this year.
9: No, no, you're better. No, 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 no. You're better. We've been doing that since since how long? I've have we done been doing this that with now?
1: so many people. Like, I'm like, they're like, "Hey, Bills, Jets, guys, see it coming up." I'm like, "Yeah, Jets got bad this year. The jets got, gonna be in the mix." Oh, I did too. No, 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 no. I think the Bills. Bills are Bills. Bills are better. The Bills. <laughs> Bills are in the mix. I'm like, yep. no, no, no. Jets. Jets are in the mix. I do the it's same like, thing. <laughs> it's like that. The argument starts. It's like no, yeah. no, no. It's like the whole like you're holding the door. You go first. No, <laughs> yeah. no, no. After you. No, exactly, Joe. I've been saying the same thing. All right, I'll ask you again, Joe. Who do you, you know, you seem to be pretty high on
9: the Bills coming into the year, Joe. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm telling you right now, man. I got week one. It's uh, raising expectations. Yeah, Nothing brings people together like a pure hatred for Tom Brady. For nothing, yeah, exactly. when I tell you, sure. I've seen in sports, brings people together like that ever.
1: People were ripping on Lev Bell earlier in the week, and I was on Twitter saying, Lev Bell will do good. The Jets are going to have a good year, Sean. Jets are Bills this year. Who's better? <laughs> Kind of close. When, it's a battle. When, it's a battle. When do
9: they play after Week One? Because week, week One is going to be it's the last game yeah, of the year, I Joe. Hate to all do right. That. So good. So that, all right. So good. So that'll uh, that'll be that game. I think will be a better indication of what these teams are like. Obviously. All right. We're at level three.
1: The morning after. I am Gabriel Morency, throwing it down midtown. Manhattan, Joe Ranieri in Miami, uh, Florida. Major League Baseball trade deadline approaching, and there seems to be talk about Noah Syndergaard, about Marcus Stroman. Me and Joe spent uh, the last couple of weeks talking about uh, Madison Bumgarner, and it. who knows, Joe, but it appears as if, though, the San Francisco Giants are going to try to make the playoffs. That, you know what? Let's not break this up right now. At least that's what the, a lot of the reports are. I don't know if you'll agree with this either, but to me the baseball guys are a lot more credible, Joe, than the basketball media. Absolutely. They're not as reckless. You know yeah. what I mean? I'm not th- I'm not saying they're never going to get anything wrong, but what did Richard Justice say to us early in the week? Now it's early in the week. Well, guys, I'm hearing that the the the, the yard sales off for San Francisco. Mm -hmm. You know, boom. Mm -hmm. Ken Rosenthal, like the the guys that they talk about will get traded. Like, I'm just saying it doesn't seem like Rosenthal and Nightingale and these guys doesn't seem like they just pull stuff out of their ass for the sake of it. If they got something, they'll report it. If they don't, they don't.
9: Right. Because I think also agents and the and the extra uh, the the extra noise doesn't have any influence over the media guys in baseball. The teams have the influence over the media guys in baseball. So they're not going to there's no reason to go misdirection with me, with baseball you're guys right. cuz they're not going to do it. They're never going to cross the team ever in a million years.
1: No, you're exactly right. And you know, we know the
9: circumstances. You know, right. we know which teams. It's not like it's, it's it's
1: different. Baseball there's only a few teams that would go after a synagogue right now. Right. Um, exactly. And Maybe. it makes sense for them to trade citizens. Stroman is another interesting case. We just don't know where they'll end up sometimes. Mm-hmm. You know, just because, you know, Stroman, Stroman wants to be a Yankee. I mean, he's, he used the word savage the other day. Like, <laughs> it's, exactly. it's to the point where if I'm a Blue Jay player, he better be out of the room in a couple of days. Like you, you, It's basically like being married and you keep talking about another chick all the time. It's like, bro, all right, we get it. You want to be Yankee, but you're a Blue Jay, so shut up. Morning after continues Oh, I see James Dolan's trending. Oh no. Oh boy.
10: College kids still say that, right? No one says that, Dad. Really? Yeah. Visit discoverstudentloans.com to apply today. Limitations apply.
11: Indeed knows finding the right hire takes time away from your business. Hiring a qualified data engineer
0: felt like a second job.
11: More job seekers use Indeed than any other site, so there's no better place to find someone with the skills you're looking for.
0: I needed someone with a master's in computer science and database experience.
11: Plus, Indeed screener questions help you find your shortlist fast.
0: Now I'm back to having just
11: one job. See why more than 3 million companies worldwide use indeed to hire post your job at indeed.com hire indeed the world's number one job site source com score total visits
4: maurice allen 2015-2016 european long drive tour champion 2017 world number one me personally i keep my game face on me all the time especially coming out of the bunker leaving the range or even leaving the course your story.
0: Go to GameFaceGrooming.com for all your athletic facial wipes and body cleansing needs.
7: I weighed 329 pounds. I was a heart attack waiting to happen. I got Andro 400. It makes me not so hungry. I started noticing more energy. I noticed my belly was starting to shrink up. I started seeing weight come off, 80-some pounds. I went from 330 to 245. For a 56-year-old guy to lose that much weight, it took something, brother. I feel great. I feel like I was when I was 35 years old.
8: That was Ruben. Now listen to what Josh says about Andro 400. Well,
7: I'll tell you, man, that stuff really works. It was insane. I've heard the commercials walk for a decade. I was like, I'm just going to try it. My pants are like falling off. It really works. I bought suits last year for my new job, and they're falling off of me. It's insane.
8: Guys, if you want to lose belly fat, gain energy, strength, and muscle, and look and feel years younger, try Andro 400. The safe, natural, and affordable way to boost your testosterone. Go to andro400.com or call 888-400-0435. That's 888-400-0435. andro400.com.
0: The Fantasy Sports Network is hitting you from all angles with the
1: The morning, after continuous fantasy sports on radio network. I'm Gabe I just saw James Dolan was trending on Twitter. And you know, you know, Joe, like when you see Twitter trends and you see the name, you know, like if it's an older artist, you think, oh, oh boy, they died. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's like if you see like Betty White trail, like, you know. Yeah, you know, Or if you see, like, you know, I've talked this about this, like uh, Laura Ingram was uh, trending a couple of weeks ago. Mm-hmm. So when I saw Laura Ingram was, was trending, I didn't think to myself, Laura Ingram is trending because she just cured cancer. Or right. Laura Ingram is trending because she said she's donating her salary to uh, the orphanage. Mm-hmm. I said to myself, I bet you Laura Ingram is trending because she said something racist. And uh, hello, right? Like. So same thing, I just stopped, when we were going to the break, you heard me go, oh boy, James Dolan's Mm -hmm. trending. (laughs) I'm thinking, wow, there's no reason for him to be trending right now. And then when you see James Dolan's trending, you think, oh God, what did he do, right? So um, it turns out that somehow he's managed to kick people out of a venue in the off-season even. Like – so, of course, we should note that they didn't let the Daily News into their press conference introducing R.J. Barrett and everything and, uh, you know, the draft and all that stuff. But they said that it wasn't a press conference. It was an invite only, and they didn't invite the Daily News. <laughs> so. Yeah. yeah. Oops. Yeah, but they got fined $50,000, which is like finding you or me five cents. Mm-hmm. So, you know, really, if you're that rich, dude, like Dolan, it's worth fifty dollars out of spite to keep someone out of the room that you don't like. Last night, his band was playing in Long Island. So here's the story from Bloomberg. Uh, James Dolan had me kicked out of his uh, out of a concert, his concert. Not a Madison Square Garden, the famous venue he owns and usually tosses people out of, but rather the Paramount, a small theater in Huntington, Long Island, where Dolan's country rock blues band, J.D. in a straight shot, was uh, the second of a three-act bill. I, I was on assignment for Bloomberg Business Week working on an article about Dolan's tenure as principal owner of Madison Square Garden and the New York Knicks. Dolan declined to talk about the magazine for the story. Um, No NBA uh, team has fared uh, worse uh, recently or endured an off-season as cruel as the current one. The magazine's editor asked me to contribute a few sentences about the lesser-known Dolan, JD frontman, and a lead guitarist. So I bought a $38 ticket to see for myself. Um, Dolan's band includes artists who have played with Cheryl Crow and Dolly Parton. Dolan's band actually opened up for the Eagles at Madison Square Garden, Joe. Oh. I wonder how they got that gig. Yeah, really? Wow, that's it. It's pretty impressive, but guess what you owe in the damn arena. Yeah, <laughs> um, exactly. Are you um, want to play in the garden? Oh, no, you know, <laughs> his band, suppose he doesn't suck, actually. Just, just for the record. Suppose they don't suck. Um, I arrived early for the Paramount show. There was only a few dozen people around. I didn't anticipate ever seeing Dolan anywhere other than on the stage. But suddenly, there he was, sipping tea out of a mug. I approached him and identified myself as a Bloomberg journalist. He was not happy that a reporter had come to see his concert. He said that he hadn't authorized an interview and that I wasn't allowed to be in the venue. Despite the fact that this was a public show and I paid $38 for my ticket. He repeatedly insisted that I'm not allowed to be there and uh, that I have no right to write about him, that his music is not about him, therefore it should not be mentioned in an article about him being the CEO of the Knicks. He took offense that, like, he wants it to be separate. You know what I mean? He can't talk about him being the owner of the Knicks and him being in the band at the same time. At one point, he then flipped my notebook closed. Finally stormed off and summoned security. While I protested as a paying customer, they offered my money back. Uh, unfortunately, they said since he's James Dolan that he can do this. Uh, I declined the cash. I was escorted through the lobby and kicked to the curb. I contacted Madison Square Garden uh, for incident. Madison Square Garden responded. Reporter was there to write a story about the Knicks. The Knicks weren't playing. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> like, dude, this is like uh you know, and I know it probably I'm gonna get in like whatever now. Like cause it really is at that point now. But yep. this is some like North Korea type stuff, bro. It's crazy. Like you can't crazy. Like, the thing is he can get it he gets away with it because they do it. Yep. I know, I'm sorry, ma'am, you paid $38 to come see a concert in a public venue, but this rich guy doesn't want you here, so we're going to kick you out. You got to go. I get it. You don't like Oakley sitting courtside, John at you, fine. That's your business. That's your team, it, whatever. But, I mean, from fans, Joe, I mean, there was the fan on video that he banned for life. You read mm-hmm. this story. I was reading the other story about uh, a kid on the street, saw him on the street. Dolan mm-hmm. outside of Madison Square Garden. Buddy said, hey, Dolan, you suck. Dolan went inside. Cops came out and grabbed the kid. On mm-hmm. the street, Joe. Like, where you and I were walking. So, imagine you and I were outside, outside of Penn there. We see Dolan. We're like, hey, Dolan, Nixon, you suck. He calls the cops on you, and then the cops grab you because it's like, oh, the Knicks. Like, yep, dude, what is this, Star Wars? What is it Darth Vader? <laughs> <laughs> Security. Stormtroopers come like
9: what the hell's going yep. on. It's America, Joe. Mm-mm. Not in that. that's his world, man. That's that's all his kingdom there in his world. And who's gonna take him down a notch? That's the problem. Who's gonna step in and uh and back him up? Why does he do this though? Because he can. Know, but the thing is that you're trending on Twitter now. Like yeah. Bloomberg, why do you kick Bloomberg? Like
1: you know they're gonna write about this. Mm-hmm. I guess he figures whatever I already screwed the daily news over. So what are they going to do about it? Right. Exactly. Exactly. Ah, yeah. You know,
9: it would be different if he was in like Lincoln, Nebraska, you know, and had like a spot, but it's New York city. It's the garden. It's the, you know, he's got, he's part of iconic franchises that no matter what he does, people are never going to walk away from ever.
1: No. And the thing is like, (laughs) it's just, it's like, it's like, who's his PR guy? Oh, like, God. why can't he just smile? Fake it, Joe. Thank you, Nick fans and Ranger fans. I mean, like, yeah.
9: instead of. I mean, What's that meeting like? What's that meeting like? He's like, like hey, Mr. Uh, Burns. Mr. Dolan, could <laughs> I have you. Uh... Oh, no, you're, no, no, you're right. <laughs> I guarantee you
1: that people ask the people around them. How come you don't. Right. You'd get fired. Yep, you're right. Toasting. What mm-hmm. like, right on the spot? Like honestly, Mr. Dolan, we think that you're you know you should tone down your aggressiveness with the fans and the media. Like you wouldn't be able to finish your sentence, Joe, and you'd be like being picked up out of your chair. Like mm-hmm. like he seriously, he'd just kick you out. You're done. <laughs> yep. Bye. I guess yep. he's just surrounded by yes men, right? Yes, sir.
9: <laughs> oh yes, 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 yes. Unreal.
1: It's just, it's, 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 it's like, un- as they call in the industry, let's call it in tennis or sports, but also in politics or in public relations, Joe, it's a definition of unforced errors. Yep. Unforced error. Mm-hmm. You're playing a show last night. Yo, you know what you say to the lady of Bloomberg, Joe? Uh, I'd like to talk to you about the Knicks, but you know what? I'm very excited about playing this concert tonight. I hope you enjoy the show. Have a nice yeah. night walk away pretty simple i confronted uh james dolan at his concert he had no comment very simple and you know what i can see and a part of me gets it that if you're dolan you're like why are you bothering me at a concert lady you know what i mean it's the middle of the summer i'm just playing a show here but she didn't ask him questions She basically went up and said, hello, Mr. Dolan, I'm doing a feature on you about, you know, your ownership and stuff, and I'm just here to see your show, and he got all pissed. I'm just stating, Joe, like, there's a way to handle these things. He brings this upon himself, actually. Because I don't, I think a lot of times people attack him for the sake of it. Mm And I brought, you and I defended him, Remember Free Agent Weekend, actually. I think he didn't, he wasn't stupid. I wouldn't have given Durant the money either. I know people Mm -hmm. are, sounds crazy about it. Durant didn't show him a medical report. Screw him. I I totally get it. But the barring the media and kicking a lady out of a
9: concert and fans on the street getting the cops after Mm -hmm. them, it's not a good look, Joe. Let me ask you a question. If he loses everything tomorrow, is he not the bagel boss? (laughs) Good call, yeah.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Van down by the bay? (laughs)
0: details.
13: That's 800-847-1183.
1: Sterling. The trouble. Yeah, I don't know if you saw the video, too, of. Uh, <laughs> they're already on. Like, Daniel Jones threw a pass, like, into the parking
9: lot. Yeah, into the park Yeah, it was great. What a nugget not, they found. I know,
1: I know, I know. I'm not going to be that guy, though, Joe. I'm not that guy. Like, no, I, I, I bitched
9: be, about that, that stuff
1: because it makes nah, me nah. mad. It's like, come on, guys. It's a practice. Like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, yep. we, we used to not see this stuff, but. Basically, like this is Periscope. I don't know what team was it. I thought it was what team was it last year? It was the Jets, actually. Hackenberg. Mm-hmm. Hackenberg, oh, like one hopped, like a screen pass to someone, mm-hmm. and someone basically one of the reporters like filmed it and put it up, and basically said, "Uh, said Hackenberg mm-hmm. is uh, still Hackenberg." Said something. Basically, took a shot at Hackenberg with the the video. The Jets were pissed. They're like, this is why we hate the media. You guys, you film every little play and some practice and, like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, so, I I, I agree. I don't want to be that guy, but it, it's one of those things. It's like, it is funny. <laughs> you can't help but laugh. Jones draws back to pass. He sails it. It's supposed to be thrown oh, to, even. like, the, the sideline, but <laughs> it just keeps going and going and going. Yeah. And, like. I think it went over, like, the Giants are at the Meadowlands, and they have, like, these blue fences open. I think the ball, like, went over the fence type thing. Like, like, he threw it out of their practice field. But not like, oh, wow, he's got a strong arm. It was more like, where the hell did you, what are you doing? Like, why did you just throw it out, like, over the fence, bro? Like, mm. It's like sideways. He threw it, like. But Daniel Jones will be fine, dude.
9: It'll be good. He'll be good. Let me ask you a
13: question. Yeah, who has a thumb. better
1: Sterling Shepard? Fractured got...
9: thumb. Yeah, which now they are screwed on the wide receiver. But uh, who do you think has a better year running the ball, uh, Le'Veon Bell or Saquon in New York? Who do you think is going to be the king of running backs in your neighborhood? There.
1: All right. So running the ball, we're talking just solely who will have more yards.
9: I. Well, all right. Let's go there first. Yeah. Let's all right, see. Let's total say rushing total yards? yards from scrim- Right. Say I'm going to say uh, Saquon. I I do too. I think but, so too.
1: You know, only because he's going to get the ball so much, right? Lev Bell will be part of the Jet offense, not the whole Jet offense. Good point. My deal, though, with Saquon Barkley, I know people are loving him fantasy number one and all this type of stuff, but I am my listen, he's going to rack up stats, Joe, but I have my reservations mm-hmm. from a fantasy perspective mm-hmm. because uh, it could be lack of touchdowns, bro. Like every yeah. other team. They know the ball's going to Saquon. Right. It's going to be hard. Like, he'll pop big runs and he'll catch passes and he'll get stats. I think he'll be a good fantasy player. But I'm just stating, like, when they get into the eight-yard line or six-yard line, there's going to be two dudes, like, shadowing him and stuff. They're going to say, you know what? Make Eli throw the ball to someone. Right? Somebody else besides Saquon is going to have to beat us. That's my concern when you have one guy, Joe, like they are playing. And this one guy is great. But it almost reminds me of the Barry Sanders Lions days. Wouldn't it? Is it sort of similar, would you say? Oh.
9: Good comparison. A- absolutely. Like You're going to run yeah. around. You're going to go
1: this way. You're going to jump over someone. And yeah, whatever. You're going to lose. And you know what I mean?
9: Well, yeah. Does he catch the ball out of the backfield more, you think, this year? You think they utilize him as a passing, uh, pass catcher? Well, more? if they were smart, they would. Because Eli would, Manning, right?
1: obviously, would help him to get rid of the ball quicker. Mm-hmm. That's another thing. Yep. Like, they, they the, the giant players, I don't know why teams do this. They, this is a problem with the, the the Packers last year, Joe, and I heard, like, the kid Lawson on Cincinnati did an interview on the NFL Network about what it was like rookie year and sacking quarterbacks and stuff, and, you know, he raised eyebrows, but he wasn't, he was being honest, he wasn't insulting. They said, who was the hardest quarterback to sack that you faced, and who was the easiest quarterback to sack? Right. And he said the hardest quarterback to sack was Mitch Trubisky really right, yeah and he, they said well why and he basically said because they get rid." he goes they throw the ball right away he yeah. said they they protect them they get rid of the ball so quickly it's hard to get to him and he said and once you get to him he's pretty big and fast all right he's a big fast guy so it's he said right. he's very hard he goes i never really got near him mm. um they said who is the easiest and he said by far aaron Rodgers."
9: <laughs> ha
1: ha, and, and he goes, and I, he goes, and he basically clarified, I'm not dissing Aaron Rodgers. I love Aaron Rodgers. And he goes, and he's even said he said Aaron Rodgers beat us in the game. He said he came right. back and beat us. This loss of play for the Bengals, but he said I sacked him three and a half times in one game. Right. And he said he doesn't move. Yeah. <laughs> like this is what we're talking about yeah. with Flacco. <laughs> right. Like the kid said, yeah, and he, like and modern he holds
9: on onto the ball forever.
1: Modern <laughs> yeah. player. Exactly. Yeah. He said he yep. doesn't move, he stands in the pocket,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and he said, and their Packer plays, he goes, they want to throw down the field, so he goes, it takes like three, four, five seconds for the receivers to get down the field. And he goes, it's too long, and he goes, he's not mobile enough, and he goes, he's easy to sack. Yep. This is the new NFL. Even a young kid, D. Lyman, gets it, Joe, right? Oh, and absolutely. he even said, he goes, oh, yeah, it was frustrating with Trubisky, he goes, because they got rid of the ball right away. He goes, I couldn't get near him. Right. And it frustrates you. God. Mm-hmm. God. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like you said, Aaron draws back, looking around, looking around. You're going to get killed, bro, in today's day and age, man. That's This yeah. is the thing. That was I, I don't want to go back to the Broncos, but that's my old beef with Flacco, guys, and Eli. The play is dead. And how many times did we hear this last year? If you give Eli time, he can make the play. Yeah. No QP gets time, Joe. That's the problem. Nobody gets time. If, if, if ends and candies and butts, right? Like, come on, man. Mm -hmm. If he gets time. Well, you don't. So, in other words, Mm -hmm. if if he doesn't get time, your play is blown up. And in Mm -hmm. today's day and and, and age in the NFL, basically about 75% of all teams' plays are going to get blown up. Yep. You know what I mean? Like, it just is. Like, an NFL play, if it doesn't happen bang, bang, it's going to fail. It's got mm-hmm. to be, and it works right away, fast, or it's going to fail. Like the Giants play in slow motion when they drop Eli back and stuff, and all these injuries. So, fractured thumb, how serious is that? How long is Shepard out for now?
2: Yeah.
9: Well, and we've seen, how many times have we seen guys that hold on to the ball too long, guys that don't have, you know, those actually Cam Newton, I mean, gets crushed all the time. Why? Because he's holding on to the ball too damn long. You know, we, we, we've we seen this time and time again where guys – listen, Peyton Manning won a second Super Bowl there in Denver, couldn't throw the ball more than 10 oh, yards
1: Oh, God, that field. pissed me off.
9: Yeah, right? That was so, the game.
1: I, listen, I lost a ton on Carolina that game. Right. He played yep. that game like uh, you do keep away with a dog. That's it. You know what donk, I mean? Like, donk. you know, you have your dog, you know, you're in your go for yeah. You have a dog and you just yeah. throw over his head. Hey, boy, and he's jumping. Dink, dunk, dink, dunk. Dude, you're right. Donk. All game, bro. <laughs> He'd roll one way, turn around, and throw like three yards to C.J. Anderson <laughs> the other way. C.J. would rumble for 14. I was like, oh. oh that's... And people were like, oh, he can't play. I'm like, oh, he can play, bro. And like, Yeah, exactly. He was like using his brain. <laughs> and it was like mm-hmm. Carolina couldn't keep up with it. Oh, it drove yep. me crazy. Because it was the yep. same thing. Every time he tried to throw it down the field, it nearly got intercepted. It was like That's this correct. duck in the Carolina. They did pick it off. But you're right. It was just smart play calling. You know yeah. what? Do a quick hit to Demarius here. Do a, do a little bubble screen, or like reverse, like left weak side. Mm-hmm. Everything was tough, tough. Dude. Doink. They had 114 yards of offense only, passing. It was like the lowest passing of a Super Bowl winner ever, almost. Uh, you know, in the yeah. exception I think a one or something. Like, I remember like it was yesterday. You called it, Joe. Like, he never threw the ball longer than eight yards, bro. And he he it he carved the Panthers up all day. And the Panthers which, were the way, spent
9: by the end of the day. They didn't know where he was going. And they had a amazing defense yeah. there. But you know what? They knew he he neutralized them. He neutral, which is what Tom Brady's been doing so, for twenty exactly. years of football. Like you. It. Yeah. It's the same exactly. thing. Yep. You're right.
1: And I don't know why yeah. people don't copy this. Look, I'm nope. a Bills fan. You're a Jet fan. You know how many times I've seen this? Brady nope. drops back. The ball's gone into the slot. You can't stop it. You can't physically get from the line of scrimmage nope. to the five yards where he is in 1.2 seconds. Nope. Uh, listen, you know who got sacked amongst the most last year in, in the NFL? Josh Allen. All right? Now the lie. was yeah. bad. Josh Allen also hung on to the ball for 3.8 seconds. And he was I, I have he, the he stats. He
9: in one. Yeah, I yeah, but you're yeah, no, right. he was a in a panic
1: game. sometimes. It wasn't yeah. his fault. Yeah. But I'm just saying, Joe, there's a correlation between sort of the younger, reckless quarterbacks. I'm just saying, Tom Brady, Drew Brees, Mahomes, the ball is out in less than 1.5, and then you'll notice some of these other guys, 2.2, 2.4. 2. Yeah, those are the guys that get sacked. And I, I'm not saying that they're slow in reading stuff. It's the play calling. If you have your quarterback back there for four to five seconds, bad things will happen eventually. Yep. That's my point. Uh, you can make and your life so much easier on your quarterback with this quick West Coast dump stuff, Joe. It works.
9: Yep, absolutely. And, and again, Joe Montana like played that style. All day, all career long, won four Super Bowls with Wall Street. That was that. the West all Coast day offense. Day. Dink, dink, yep. slot,
1: slot. All right, yeah, we'll throw a ball on the rice after we throw eight slants in a row. Like, that's yeah. the, dude, the West Coast is dink and dunk. That's all Brady's running now with Belichick.
9: And people oh, are, they're, they're geniuses. Th- they're not geniuses. It's simple. No, and he knows what the defense is doing before the defense does. That's the yeah. other oh, part yeah, of it. You yeah, yeah. Exactly. can't throw anything at him. He's not going to have an answer for.
1: You know, it's funny. You're right. Brady said this before, and it's always stuck with me. He said, we run simple plays, and we only have about 12 of them. He goes, but we have about 16 ways of running each 12 play. Like you said, Brady can recognize. All right, they're going to come from the weak side left
3: here. Let's run it there. Message data rates may apply.
4: Here they Hi, come. I'm Frank Thomas, the Big Hurt. After I left baseball, I just couldn't stay in shape like I used to. Turns out, once you hit 40, your body has less free testosterone, and that can make it harder to get into shape. So I got back into the game with Nugenics. I'm feeling stronger with a lot more energy and drive.
5: She'll like the difference too. Nugenic samples are not available in stores. They get complimentary bottle text youth to three two one three two one that's y-o-u-t-h to three two one three two
7: one i had great results i lost 70 pounds i weighed 265 and went down to 195 my doctor told me if it works for you then do it a lot of people say to me how did you lose the weight i said i take andro 400 every day and i'm going to take it forever that
8: was walt talking about andro 400 now listen to what bob has to say
7: when you listen to your radio commercials you say that's not possible but since i've experienced it you're
8: 400-0435 888-400-0435 Andro400.com MoneyNow100 is not a lender, broker, or agent of any lender or financial advisor. We do
12: not make loans or credit decisions. You must be 18 years or older and a U.S. resident to qualify. This is not an offer or solicitation to lend. I went to MoneyNow100.com and got the $5,000 I needed deposited in my account the next business day. If you need money for any reason, help is here. Go to money. computer type in the address bar money now 100.com that's money now the number
7: 100.com
1: <laughs> Morning after continues. Uh, shout out to uh, Sooner Lisa. Mm. Is, uh, Sooner Lisa is still with us, actually. Uh, Sooner Lisa has uh, got a thing for Cliff Kingsbury, so she's disappointed she missed uh, the, the Cliff talk uh, earlier. Um, but uh, we do have some Sooner uh, talk right now, and um, this this is sure to make some headlines in the state of Texas. Uh, Lincoln Riley, full response when, uh, when asked which Big 12 team gives them the most sleepless nights. Every now and then you get asked these questions. In your mind, you go politically correct and you tell the truth. So the truth is none of them. Oh, ouch.
9: Yeah. Oh, man.
1: I love that. That's awesome. Uh, Lincoln Riley asked, uh, which Big 12 team has given you the most sleepless nights this year? I love that he goes, every now and then, you know, you think should uh, in your mind, should I go politically correct or tell the truth? So the truth is, none of them.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I, know, uh, I don't know, Coach. Uh, that's. Uh, mm. Oh, that's the uh, – listen, I think somebody's bulletin board material stuff gets overblown, Joe, but – This is the type of thing I would use if I was a team. I'd be like, look, he doesn't respect anyone in this conference.
9: (laughs) No, he doesn't. And you're right. That's exactly what it is. Bulletin board.
1: Well, Texas beat them last year, so.
9: Exactly. You should probably
1: be a little worried about that.
9: I'd be a little worried about, uh, yeah, well. Sam Allinger or what is it? Jalen Hurts? Who you got?
1: I think, uh, Well. Sam Ehlinger is good college quarterback, but uh, Jalen Hurts is Jalen Hurts is a stud? Jalen Hurts, you know, completes 72%
9: of his passes. What, 28 and two, I believe, is a starter. He's played in big it's games. Like, but it's like having that quarterback that's had three different offensive coordinators in the NFL. You know what I mean? It's elinger has been there from day one. It's the it's the same system. I'm just worried that. You know, here comes Jalen. Spent all that time there with Lincoln Kiffin and Sabin, and now it's Lincoln. Wright. It's, you know, don't forget these are twenty-year-olds still. No, I, I have zero
1: concern about uh, about Oklahoma's offense. Yeah, you
9: know, listen, it, it, it's not. Well, the defense is good. Right.
1: Jalen, yeah. Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts might not, and the defense is going to be much better too. Oklahoma's defense is stacked this year which defensively is obviously everyone's been a problem for in the big 12, but (laughs) Oklahoma's defense is they got eight returning starters. The Mm -hmm. offense will be fine. Are they going to win a third consecutive Heisman trophy this year? Probably Mm -hmm. not. Um, You know, Trevor Lawrence is probably going to win the Heisman this year Mm -hmm. yet. Jalen hurts is a stone cold winner and he's a playmaker. He's a winner. He Mm -hmm. has mobility. Has good football IQ. He's mentally tough. I, to me, this is the the best Oklahoma team that Riley's had,
9: in my new Defensive coordinator too, don't forget. Yeah, no, it's fine. College has new coordinators every year. Um, <laughs> they lost a lot too, though. I mean, they they got a lot of guys that are now playing on Sundays. They lost.
1: Yeah, they lost uh, Cody Ford, who's now on the Buffalo Ford, Bills yep.
9: offensive lineman.
1: Mm-hmm. They lose um, Hollywood Brown, Marquise Brown. Yeah, now in the Baltimore Ravens. So, yeah, they they lose they lose their best uh, offensive lineman. They lose. Uh, Sorry. Yeah, they, they. But they they just reload, Joe. Yeah, yeah, they they do. Well, I think Oklahoma has like four other returning starters. Like their whole line is stacked. Mm-hmm. Like I said, I'm not concerned about the offense here. they you know it might not be quite as explosive. They might mm-hmm. run the ball a little bit more than they have in past years. Mm-hmm. Now, one thing I'll tell you, Lincoln Riley did not change a thing. All right, so Lincoln Riley took over. And let's not forget, people were panicked about who the hell is Lincoln Riley
9: before. Right.
1: And I was one of them. I was one of the people that said, wow, man, Oklahoma could be in a lot of trouble. Stoops leaving them hanging to dry right before the season like this. And they're like, no, no, we're confident it's Lincoln Riley. And now look at Lincoln Riley. This goes back to the point about hiring young coaches now. This is the way to go. And Lincoln Riley comes in. He's got Baker Mayfield. They go to the playoffs. They lose. Uh, you know, but whatever. They, they, it was a nice season. They go to the playoffs. He gets Kyler Murray. He ran the exact same offense. Like, they did not change a thing. They didn't change the plays. They didn't change anything. Like, nothing. Like I said, I read a very in-depth article and interview with Lincoln Riley comparing Baker Mayfield and Kyler Murray. And he said, we ran the exact same Same offense to a T. Like he said, no plays were changed, nothing. Nothing. Nothing was changed. And I can go down the list one by one, but I've already done it. And I told you, I believe that Kyler Murray is going to be very successful in the NFL. And – it's you know it's perception of reality, Joe. I hear often now. Well, Kyler Murray's not a great uh, thrower, but he's really he can really run. He threw the ball 89% of the time.
9: Yeah, no, that's the guy. Uh,
1: like he took <laughs> that off. That makes no sense. And in fact, <laughs> and he can run, and he is fast. But Baker Mayfield would give up on the play way faster than Kyler Murray would. Like, Baker ran, like, I don't know, like, 17% of the time, 20% of the time type thing, and would take off. Kyler Murray would hang in the pocket, and basically 89% of the time, which is, it was less than it was less than Mayfield. Um, it was less than Mayfield. They talked about, well, his height isn't a problem, and he's even a little shorter than Baker Mayfield. And he said, well, we sort of created an offense around Baker's height. Mm -hmm. And he said we did not change anything of it, of Kyler. And he said, in fact, we ran the exact same plays with the same terminology even. So he said it was the exact same. And quite frankly, Kyler Murray put up bigger numbers than Baker did. Under the exact same guys. Now, all right, they went into, what about passes batted down at the line of scrimmage? Kyler Murray had like five passes batted down to line of scrimmage all year last year. Dwayne Haskins mm-hmm. had twelve. Dwayne Haskins is six foot five. Had twelve passes batted down. Mm-hmm. Kyler Murray only had a couple. If like you go down the list of everything, oh yeah, the other thing was Kyler Murray's small. He's gonna get hurt. Uh, uh, Lincoln Riley said Baker Mayfield got more hurt than uh, than uh, than Murray. He said Murray's too fast to hit. You don't really get him. You know what I mean? He said you sort of and he said Murray has a knack of knowing how to get hit, basically. And it's it is a skill. Some guys are good at that. He said Baker actually sort of took more violent hits than than mm-hmm. Kyler did. You know, you go down the list basically, and anyone that doubts and I'll be honest, I doubted Baker Mayfield. I doubted Patrick Mahomes. I doubted these. I doubted Baker because he was small and his mentality. I thought he was like a Johnny Manziel type.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I doubted Mahomes. Thought he was a Big 12 product, system quarterback. Wrong and wrong. I was wrong. You know, and I loved Deshaun Watson, and a lot of people didn't. You know, and I said Deshaun Watson will be a star in the NFL. They're like he's too skinny. He doesn't have arm strength. I said the kid's a winner. He knows how to make plays. I feel the same way about Kyler Murray. I think Kyler Murray's going to be successful, Joe. Yeah.
9: Uh, well, I'll tell you, though. Who do you think is going to have a better year, Kyler Murray or Baker Mayfield this year, the two OU quarterbacks? Because I would think Kyler Murray's got the leg up because people haven't seen him, but now that you got a well, year of film on Baker Mayfield, even though he's got the weapons, who do you think has a better rating? Yeah, statistically, who do you think has a better, yeah, statistically, statistically, think has
1: a I better think, rating? I think... Uh, Well, you got to go with Baker, but the thing is. Oof. It's close. Yeah, no, Murray's going to put up big numbers. I told you. I like all the over for Murray's numbers, but FanDuel took him down. The thing is, let's be real. It's not. Look, Kyler Murray's got David Johnson, which people are forgetting about. A lot of people think David Johnson's healthy again. And Fitzgerald. And he's got Fitzgerald, (laughs) who's old. The thing is, Baker Mayfield has Kareem Hunt, uh, Duke Johnson, and uh, Nick Chubb. That's just his running backs. His wide receivers, who's he got? Jarvis Landry, Odell Beckham, and Njoku at tight end? I mean, they're pretty much a Pro Bowl team. right? They're, they got a Pro Bowl caliber player at almost every position uh, at Cleveland. Kyler doesn't have that. Um, all, you know, it, It's a different, different world that they're in, but I think Kyler Murray's going to be good. I don't think he's going to be some spectacular bust or anything like that. It's just the the players around him, uh, you know, are going to have to get better and more skilled. But I'm going to go it on a limb, Joe. I'll tell you right now, I think three, three years from now, four years from now, maybe quicker, but probably, let's say, three years from now, Kyler Murray's playing in big
9: football games. What's their over-under Arizona this year? The wins, what was it, four? Uh, five. Like five right now. Five. It was five. It's 5. Yeah, which
1: they're not really. They're not giving you money here. I'll tight like. Yeah. I was going to say. Cause yeah, cuz no, I you know, I'm a little higher than some people are on the cards and I have been in past years, but mm-hmm. I think Murray can be productive. Um but and Cam Agreed and Whale Capper agreed. We talked about it. If it was 4, I'd be on it. If it was 4, yeah. I'd be like all right, maybe I get a push cuz I don't think they're 3 and 13. I don't think they're 3 and 13. So I think you know, I don't even think they're 4-12. and 12. I think they are. I think they are a six-win team. I think I think maybe seven. I'm telling you, I think Kingsbury's offense is going to surprise people and freak people out. They've never seen it before. No one's really going to know. Like, all you know is what Kansas City does. And Kansas City's been successful, like, ripping off his offense, and now we got the real deal here. Mm. I think there could be some challenges for people stopping this stuff, defensively, they don't have a ton of talent. My deal is you bet the over 5, you're pretty much playing for a push, but I'm leaning to the over, Joe. I think they are I, I, I think they can win 6-7 games this team. I really do.
9: Mm. Damn, yeah, man. You are not uh let's see here what the schedule is. Cuz I do think he's going to have success early, but I do think once uh once those defenses catch up here a little bit uh and it might be a struggle there in the middle of the division –
1: the division to like it's good, not great, right? The 49ers. What do we know about the 49ers, Joe? I don't know how good are the Niners.
9: Well, I mean Jimmy's back, right? So what are they going to be? Another one of those teams that's got a lot of weapons. Depends on Garoppolo's health. How you know is he is he still got lingering effects from blowing his leg out? Um,
1: I think Seattle are good, but Seattle are Seattle have injuries. They're they're good. They're not great. I believe Arizona is the worst team in his division still. I'm not calling them the winning oh, yeah. division,
9: but the win totals five. Lions, Ravens, it's Panthers. So what division? Seahawks. So
1: basically they're playing the NFC um, North. They're playing the North, NFC yeah. North and the AFC South. That's a bitch. South.
2: Yeah.
1: No, oh, sorry, and excuse me. The AFC North, like the North uh, rather. The Ravens and the Steelers and all mm-hmm. that. The Browns. That's that's not easy. Which is.
9: No, and then they've got Carolina and Atlanta and New Orleans. It's a tough schedule. It is, yeah.
1: I would rather them not play, yeah. So they're playing the AFC North and NFC South, which yeah, are two tough... two pretty tough divisions. Yeah. Yeah, the schedule is kind of tough. You know, for the record, uh, we're going to have the uh, – this is uh, sooner Lisa's dream game.
9: It's Baker versus Kyler. Browns at Cardinals. Giants? How do they have the Giants in here? The Giants are? Yeah, they're uh, playing the Giants. Both, uh, both last place teams. Oh, that's right. Gotcha. Yep. Yeah,
1: there's always like a game or two where you get paired with the standing. That's yep. why, like, the Bills play the Browns every year. <laughs>
9: yeah, it's like, it's why we're used to that now. Yeah, 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 I
1: know. Yeah. That's why I knew that.
2: <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, it's like, oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, I <laughs>
12: you If you need fast cash for any reason, go to MoneyNow100.com. Good, bad, or no credit at all? Go to MoneyNow100.com. You could get up to $5,000 as soon as the next business day. Go to MoneyNow100.com on your phone, tablet, or computer. Type in the address bar MoneyNow100.com.
2: That's MoneyNow100.com.
0: Of the morning after on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network.
1: It is true. Buffalo has the uh, the most um, most single people uh, Mm. by 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 ratio. So yeah, if like you're a single man or a single woman and you're looking for love, you're looking for some action, Buffalo is the place to be. Mm. And you know you can find it, man. Oh yeah, there's dude. There's all kinds of stuff going on at those Bills. uh, Like. You ever been like um you ever been to like a bad nude beach before?
9: Yeah, they they're all bad.
1: Yeah, like sort of like <laughs> exactly. Like well exactly. People think nude beaches are like somehow, you know, gonna no, be like a no. it's gonna be like a uh, like a movie or something like that. No 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 like Yeah, no. So it's the same thing at a Bill's parking lot, Joe. Yeah. Like basically like you're gonna see people having sex in the parking lot that you don't want to see having sex, and you're going to have a hard time, like, unremembering. Yeah. Like, people in Buffalo are very uh, promiscuous and uh, lonely. <laughs> mm-hmm.
9: Yes, they're <laughs> stuck inside for a lot of the year. Yep.
1: Yeah, they you know, just, you know and Buffalo's a nicer city than people realize. But they the do, there are the most singles <laughs> there. <laughs> that mm-hmm. is true. And they are, like, right near the top. I can't say factually that they're number one in arson. But they're pretty close. Like there's like there's constantly major fires in Buffalo, like on a daily basis, that are like self-inflicted, because people are kind of broke. So it's like the old insurance scam.
9: Yeah. I'm gonna look. Yeah, and also I think you got a volunteer fire department up there, so guys got nothing else to do. Let's start a fire, and then woohoo, we gotta go put it out. Elway is having a hard time, Joe, stepping into the new millennium.
1: You know what I'm saying? Mm You know, he's having a hard time, and, you know, Elway pushed all the right buttons. I'm not criticizing him. You know, he he won a Super Bowl with this team. He got in the two Super Bowls, and he won Super Bowls as a player, et cetera. But same thing. You look at a guy like Jeff Fisher, which a lot of millennial types will act like Jeff Fisher is Richie Kotite or something. Yeah. That Jeff Fisher was never a good coach. He's terrible. He's an idiot. Jeff Fisher, ha, ha, ha.